This is the Krillcast Live. I'm Chris. I'm Andrew. And we have a guest today. Hello. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> uh, I'm Jeremy from The Quartering. Just so happened to have his channel pulled up here on the uh, side here. So if you don't know how to find him, I'm not sure how you're here and don't know who Jeremy is. But you go to YouTube.com slash The Quartering and you'll find him there. Um, it's kind of embarrassing how long I've tried to get him on this podcast at this point. But here he is finally. <laughs> so before we get into this podcast, Jeremy, tell everybody what you do. Uh, well, I'm a YouTube commentator. Uh, I cover pop culture and light politics, but mostly pop culture stuff. And you've got a uh, podcast with Sydney Watson that's been pretty awesome. I do have a podcast with Sydney Watson. I think we're in our sixth or seventh episode, and um, it's going good. Um, it's been uh, well received, I think, and uh, it's on Thursday nights, and it's a good time. Absolutely. I do have to, get, like, right out the gate, Jeremy, you removed my mod privileges from your live chat. So what is going on, man? I, I have no idea. I don't do that. Um, so if I, I mean, I, I couldn't, I don't even know how to do that. So uh, feel free to like DM me next time I'm live streaming and I'll, and I'll mod you. Heck yeah, man. And uh, coffee brand coffee. Get some of that stuff. From what <laughs> I can right. tell, yeah. it's like um, some of the best coffee out there. So. It's that yeah. If you listen to if you if you hear what I say about it, it's the it's the, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely the zero bias, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been pretty cool watching you build that from essentially like here's my coffee brand to holy cow, we are selling coffee. It's been really yeah. Cool it's been uh it's been fun on my end because you know, I always had bigger plans for it and like, I, obviously this isn't to disparage anybody who is also sells coffee. I'm not unique. I'm not the first YouTuber to sell coffee. I'm not even the hundredth YouTuber to do it. Um, but I think when I launched it, people were like, Oh, it's a YouTuber coffee brand, whatever. But like, you know, we have eight different coffees and six teas and three cocos. And by the end of this year, we're going to have like 15 coffees and 10 teas, half dozen cocos and chocolate covered espresso beans. And like, so it's, it's so much more than, you know, just like, oh, I put my name on some coffee. So it's been um, it's been pretty fun kind of like just focusing on the grind, uh, pun unintended, to uh, <laughs> kind of build that out into its own thing. And it'll be nice, you know, one day if I'm just, you know, I see some normie who doesn't watch my YouTube channel um, talk about it or drink it or wear the, wear the, wear the merch or something like that. Be all right. That would be pretty cool to see out on the wild, like a coffee brand, either a coffee brand coffee right. shirt or. Yeah. And then I'd be like, hey, nice shirt. And they wouldn't know who the hell I was. You know? <laughs> that would be like, then, then I would know, yeah. you know, that we've done something. Yeah. Then you'll know your coffee is like really like way up there. Well, it's at least around. I'm, right, I'm fine with that. Just as long as, you know, I'm in the game. Uh, I'm OK with that. Hold on a second. We've got a comment here. The reusable K-Cup doesn't work in their K-Cup thing. I think we can hold that for uh, Coffee Brand Coffee support chat. Yeah, sometimes they are weird like that. Some coffee makers are weird like that. And maybe you have to try a different one. I I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've heard that before. It's 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 occasional. Sometimes older K-Cup makers get finicky about it. But well, I remember when they launched, yeah. what was it, K-Cup 2.0, and then all of a sudden all previous K-Cups yes, didn't work. Like, exactly, yeah. Talk about some garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a thing. Planned and obsolescence. 
Right, and I think they think they would try to get away with it too. They try to get away with it, you know. Mm. And people are like, "Nah, dude, this no." So yeah, those those cake cup makers are are kind of hit or miss, but you know the adapters. So maybe try a different one, a different a different style. Yeah. So I have to start in with this specific question. I've been wondering this for a while, but how many different like in, I don't know if you even know the number, but how many channels have you had over the years? Because I myself am a person who is like perpetually making new channels. So like I get it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of channels that I've like been fully committed to and not like started and put a few videos on. I mean, there was Be Your Own IT. There was um, Clawstruck, RC Nightmare, MTG Headquarters, which became Unsleeved Media. And then the quartering. I mean, uh, there was like RC Flight School and Pokemon Headquarters and stuff like that, like kind of offshoots. But ones that like stayed, I definitely remember, you know, all those channels because it was a lot of work. Oh, yeah. yeah any, starting any channel takes a lot of like extra work to do at any point like midwestly still have that one up i don't know if you ever upload to it but i think it still exists right oh yeah midwestly was a thing uh when i thought i had like uh insane amounts of free time um when i was trying to do five six videos a day on the quartering and then two three videos on midwestly it felt like the quartering was taking a hit in quality and um i was going insane from working too much so i uh i i, I that one's just kind of on hold for now i don't know yeah, I don't know anybody else on YouTube who puts out nearly as many videos as you do and, and actually mm -hmm. seems to understand every single video. Like there's people that put out more videos than you. I'm sure they exist, but very few mm. of them can keep like a succinct narrative in their actual videos with the amount of video output you had. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's not a it's not a life I would I would uh, recommend for people, um, but it's what works for me. So it's, it's, you know, it's not, it's not awesome. Like being, uh, you know, putting out so many videos and feeling the, 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 the like pressure to keep up with your upload schedule. But like, you know, if you just kind of keep your head down and stay, stay with it, suddenly it'll be like two years later and you're like, oh, I just did this every day, for like last three weeks mm -hmm. or last three years or whatever the case is. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. It's, it's been, um. I know there's always someone right behind me, so that's why I stay, I stay uh, on the grind as long as I can. <coughs> Excuse me. No, no pun there either, right? It's all the yeah, grind yeah, comments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I do know that you're like a huge Packers fan. How long have you been watching the Packers? Well, probably since like uh, I was eight or nine. You know, it's like as long as you can kind of remember. Um, you know, so it's uh, I've been pretty fortunate in my life to have you know. I've been watching football my entire life and I'm almost 40 and I've only had two quarterbacks, you know? Yeah, so it's like, that's true. Yeah. It's kind of nice. You know, like Don Mikowski was a quarterback when I was like a kid and I didn't care about winning or losing. It was just like, Oh, football. Um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. yeah, sports, sports is a, a kind of a guilty pleasure of mine. I'm definitely a Homer in terms <laughs> of like Brewers, Bucks, Badgers, Packers. I don't cheer for any, a team that's not from my state. Except for NHL, because we don't have a team. But like, you know, it's uh, sports is still a pretty big part of my life in terms of things I'm interested in offline, which is why I don't talk about it very much online because I like to keep some things separate. Oh yeah, mm. I totally get that. Yeah, I'm gonna upset the fibs real quick, but uh, the Bears still suck. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you can't be mad at factual statements. I don't know. What... <laughs> and I want the Bears to be good, by the way. 
you know, I think it's a fun rivalry. It's it's been one that obviously has been pretty one sided for the past, you know, um, twenty years. But it wasn't always that way. And um, mm-hmm. I think the rivalry's good, and the Bears always give the Packers a good game, no matter what the records are. They're always tight. It's never a game that you think that you know you're gonna walk over them, even if they're three and t- ten. You know they're gonna play the Packers hard. So uh, I give them a lot of credit. Uh, they've had some bad management. As a lifelong Lions fan, I can honestly say it has been a rough life. Yeah, you guys <laughs> are finally numbers. you guys are finally turning the corner. Though the Lions are favored. By Vegas for the first time in like ten years to this weekend. It's been a long time coming. Let's just put it that yeah. way, okay? Yeah. Well, it's like as soon as they stop caring about football, that's when they start doing good. They were always fun yeah. to watch. They just, you know, they were competitive for a lot of years until like the last two years where it was like they were really tanking. But like, except for playoffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, well, you know, you know, I'm from the part of Michigan where you're always a uh, Packer fan still. So, oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be honest, like John Kitna, I remember those years. <laughs> oh, John Kitna, yeah, that's a blast from the past. I see Viking fans in the chat. You guys are always the same. Uh, every t- every year, like, oh, the Vikings are going to win the division. Yeah, okay, how'd that work out last year? But the, you know, they won the division once in the last 15 years, and their fans are insufferable. Thanks but to our like, quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I say that, like, with love. I don't actually hate them, you know? Like, I've been to Packer games with Vikings fans and vice versa and been to Minnesota for their dumped dumpster stadium and seen, you know, Packer games there. And, like, the fans are great. Um, but their optimism is, like, totally unearned. And uh, it's, like, they're always, like, yeah, this is our year. This is our year. And then every year it's, like, bro, your quarterback's Kirk Cousins. Like, that's Is it any catch, worse you know? than, the, than the Lions, though? Like, let's but the be Lions honest. Fans aren't, the Lions fans aren't <clears throat> cocky. They're just like pretty so much Debbie Downer. So okay, down. I had a I had a Lions fan as a roommate in college. It's always their year. Well, <laughs> it's, they're, it's, they're few, on the rise again. There were a few years with Stafford where they were like competitive. Um, the worst fans are from Philadelphia. That's actually true. I'll agree with that. <laughs> but the um, the uh, like nobody in the Midwest are like bad fans. You know, like you, you know, yeah. like, Cub fans are suboptimal humans. But like, other than that, <laughs> most most teams are are pretty cool. And anyway, in the stadium, everyone's pretty, you know, pretty tame. So you get to like the Ohio State and Michigan games, and then you can just throw well, that off. College the rivalries are, you know, they're alcohol fueled, and like, you know, somehow, even though they don't serve liquor in the stadium, somehow everyone's hammered. And right. like <laughs> the uh, so like I've been, you know, I've been there. Um, I just don't think that, you know, sports teams are worth going to jail for. So I don't take it like that seriously. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So do you still buy Madden every year is the real question. Actually, this <laughs> year I did not buy it. And I was at GameStop last weekend and um, I was in the mall and I was game. I was at GameStop. My, and like, I was like, oh, yeah, Madden came out like a few years. A few Madden's out. I didn't buy it. I think um, the last couple of years I didn't buy it because it, I have... um origin premiere the ea access oh, yeah, yeah. whatever so like i haven't checked if it's a part of that i don't know if it is or isn't if it is at some point i'll install it you know i'll play it for a little while but nobody plays it on pc so you when you want to play online on pc you play against the same six people like over and over again it's really pathetic and how do you, um, how do you like madden with how they started adding like those special characteristics to players it. It's stupid, it. right? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's game breaking. 
Yeah, it, it's immersion breaking. It's dumb. Um, it, it's the same thing with the NFL with their like, this is the celly of the week. And they have like <laughs> the celebration cam, cam. Dumb, dumb, dumb. It's meant it's meant to appeal to like 13 year old TikTokers. Yeah. But this whole like, oh, we scored a touchdown. Now let's all wait seven minutes while the team has their choreographed <laughs> touchdown celebration. I hate it. So like, I'm also, you know, I get it. It's not for me, mm-hmm. but like, I hate, I hate it. It's, it's, it's uh, annoying in video games. It's really dumb. I just want the gameplay. Like if you're Madden and your gameplay is that bad, I don't want to see you adding anything else to the game until your gameplay is good. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be able to realistically have some actual, like, like the game has barely evolved past just hit sticking people. Like I want to see, be able to have like actual, like punch ball, like like, stuff actually work or have your offensive lineman block like they're supposed to on a draw where it opens up in the center or like, um, you know, on a sweep, have you see guards pulling all this stuff. And it just does, it's never worked. They don't care. And, um, they have no competition. So why would they care? Yeah. Well, now they do because now they do. Um, 2K has and the NFL license now, another monopoly garbage company. I know, but like at least there'll be two, and you know hopefully, because um, it's like what happens in every. It, so I normally just try to play franchise mode, and I don't play online, because once you play online, what happens? Every defense gets watered down to the three glitch plays that work, and every offense gets watered down to the same three glitch plays that work, and it's just like. Does mm-hmm. your broken, your busted weird glitch play work better than my busted weird glitch play defense? Yes or no? And then the game's decided. Um, and it's oh, yeah. like it's not fun. Yeah, we we've all uh, previously in other videos complained about the rating system too for players. That's like been broken for. That, that was a the one that time. Jeremy actually jumped into the chat for. Remember Andrew? Oh yeah, yeah. Although well, the only I, other I, time I, you jumped in the chat, you made fun of me for playing Fire Emblem on the live stream. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, <laughs> so fair. Yeah. So the, um, you know, I think the rating system is dumb. I think that they got this, this cringe thing now where they're like pandering to players mm-hmm. where they're like pa- players get butthurt when they're not 99s. There's way too many 99s in the game. Yep. Uh, and it's ridiculous. Um, like, yes. Okay. The Packers secondary makes Justin Jefferson look unstoppable. But he isn't unstoppable on every freaking play. Yeah. And like, it's so ridiculous and it's, it gets boring. Like, there's uh, no nine, there's zero 99 players in the NFL. Zero. And why yeah, are there I mean, 50? Devontae in the game? Adams, I wouldn't have given him it. Aaron Rodgers not is a 99. nonstop all the time. Yeah. So he's like not a 99 he, all day. He's not yeah. a go over the middle guy. No. He does, he's his, not a slot guy. He's not, he's not a speedster. You know, oh, he's, he's good just, at route he's running. He's just the only target. <laughs> that Aaron well, we'll see how he does this here in Oakland. You know, a lot of people talk yeah. a lot of junk, and I'll tell you what. I think the Packers will be just fine. You know, yes. Oh, I think the Packers will do better because Aaron Rodgers will have to look at multiple yeah. multiple receivers now. So that's the re- Yeah, that's the reason we lost to San Francisco. It's yep. like he just kept cramming it to him, and he just wouldn't look at anyone else. And like, believe me, people think that Wisconsin people don't know that AJ or that Aaron Rodgers is is kind of a bitch sometimes. Like, you knew, yeah, we know, you knew, you knew that after on the very first play of the game, Christian Watson drops a wide open eighty yard mm-hmm. touchdown. You knew that Aaron Rodgers is gonna pack it in the whole game. That's how he is. Yeah. Like, and he's not gonna throw it back to Christian Watson either. You drop yeah. a ball for him, you're done. You're in, and like, that's not a good attitude to have. Yeah. But. 
He's also like top five quarterback in the NFL. So, you know, you take the good with the bad. At times he's the best, and at times he's top mm. five. But he's never outside the top five. No, he hasn't. Week, he hasn't been outside of the top five yeah. in terms of like by the season for the last ten years. Yeah, you by know, the like season he's never been outside the top five. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's he's like it's... usually top three or four. And I've uh, always I've always been just like frustrated. Like every time that the Lions are going to play the Packers, I'm like, Aaron Rodgers is playing. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> All I know is that the uh, that game against the Vikings made Jordan Love's preseason game, uh, games not look that bad. <laughs> well, I'm telling you though, you know the game wasn't. Look, Christian Watson catches that ball. That's a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Seven it's a completely seven. Completely different game. We don't. Honestly. Yeah, you you get stopped. I mean, it all matters. Vikings won. I'll credit. But like, you don't you don't have a freaking stupid goal line stop. Yeah. Like there was like some weird stuff that didn't go Green Bay's way that made the game look worse than it really was. He catches that ball. Aaron Rodgers isn't sulking for the rest of the other 59 minutes and 30 seconds of the right. game. It's, Which it's, I would say the different. same thing for Jordan Love's preseason games. They they are much better than they look on paper, <laughs> given yeah, the interceptions yeah, right. and everything. It's the same thing. Just like when he played the Chiefs that uh, last season, it was a much closer game than people give him credit for. Yeah, right. That's fair. Yeah. All right. So moving from the football back to Jeremy here for a minute. What channel would you say was your favorite channel that you no longer do anything with? Oh, be your own IT for sure. Like it was. Um, Didn't you sell that one, or is that am I misremembering? I sold it. Yeah, I sold it. Um, it was my first like YouTube quote unquote success, which at that time wasn't even like I don't even know how many channels that uh, subscribers that channel has, and I don't think it ever passed a hundred thousand. But like that was the first time I ever made money online. I think it was like I was never making big money. I think the most money I ever made on that channel was like seven hundred bucks in a month. Um, but like that was a lot. That was like my rent, and I still worked full time while I did that. And like uh, it, it, and then I started teaching people how to repair computers, and then selling computer repair kits. And then I started make you know figuring out e-commerce a little bit more. So you know where I am today would not exist without beer on it obviously people don't fix their own computers anymore for the most part they just throw them out and buy new ones so I like <laughs> i mean that's even i mean laptops you know pcs people don't fix them anymore um <clears throat> unless you spend huge money on like a gaming ring or something like that but there was a very pretty clear cut where computers went from like two thousand bucks a tower to like 600 bucks a tower once they were like six seven hundred bucks no one fixed them anymore so no one cared about fixing them and um that was a good run. It taught it taught me a lot about uh, how uh, the opportunities online. But now we have Meta PCs, so you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a thing. Um, Meta PCs basically takes care of me. I'm I'm basically like a cripple now. Um, every I just time had to there's... shout them out because they jumped yeah. in the chat. Yeah, every time uh, I need anything, they just send it to me. So I'm I'm basically useless now from a tech perspective, um, but. I'm I'm happy to have them as a partner. They're a really good company. They seem really awesome and they've supported you throughout everything that's happened. So, yeah. you know, they've been awesome. I mean, as far as sponsors go, you can't ask for a better one, right? No. Yeah. Other than maybe right. coffee brand coffee. Um <laughs> yeah, they'd be a, they'd be an all right sponsor too. They don't care about uh social media outrage. But uh yeah, they've been very good. So uh next question for you is uh the RC. So 
I know you did the RC for quite a long time. Are you still up on RC stuff at all? Or is that kind of something you've left in the past? I know you used to do that with a friend, I believe, right? Yeah, um, he's here right now. Um, yeah, we were just working on RC cars today. So yeah. I, I still do. Yeah, I have an X-Max and a Sledge. And um, uh, I just bought a new like Russer 4x4 VXL. And um, so it's... Uh, yeah, I'm getting kind of back into it. I'll never, I'm not going to make YouTube videos for it, but um, it, uh, it, yeah, it's still a hobby of mine. So do you do um, just the RC cars or do you do drones now too? Just cars. Um, I don't really do. My friend, like the reason that channel ended is he got a career like doing inspecting power plants using drones. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, uh, cool. So he turned that channel into a career. Um, but uh no, I don't do anything in the air. I don't fly. I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. It never really appealed to me. It's too expensive when you crash. It is very expensive when you crash because yeah. then you got to <laughs> look for parts and everything else. And yeah. I believe to get above a certain height, you even need like an aircraft license of some sort. Uh, yes, that's correct. You need a drone license, which is like basically ground school, pilot school. It's like a couple hours thing. But yes, technically now you do. We've, we've talked about um, using drones even in my own area of work. I'm not going to divulge what that is, but yeah. we found out the hard way that it requires. <laughs> <What? laughs> oh, did people not know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Good stuff. All right. Have, well, no, obviously, guys... we found out the hard way that you needed a license and nobody was willing to go to flight school. So, yeah. Have you guys seen that uh, drone racing uh, league? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do it with like <laughs> VR, like uh, yeah. goggles and stuff. Yeah, it's very yep. cool. They I was, do it, like, I was burned out randomly, warehouses and stuff. Yeah, I was randomly scrolling through TV and saw that once. I was just like, "I'm." Weird Is this what you're talking about right here? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen yeah, this once or twice. All sorts of gates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That's probably one of the future racing that we'll see in the near. Like, remember the battle bots they had back in the day, where you build like bots, oh, yeah. and then well, this is probably like that crowd evolved into this now this kind of a thing in my opinion anyways maybe yeah i mean um similar tech you know and uh it's 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 cool um it's exciting to watch uh but it's also it can be pretty formulaic and non-chaotic mm -hmm. and, and non-exciting <clears throat> but um you know it's i'm glad that people turned a hobby into some way to make money every time that happens mm -hmm. it's good Oh, yeah, because if you can enjoy the things you do to make money, it always makes it better. Mm -hmm. So I guess with that exact mindset, do you ever find yourself when you're making these videos, like, get a little tired? Um, or do you enjoy every single, like, day you get up to do this? Because I know, I know YouTube is a gift when you get it, and you mm -hmm. want to keep it as long as possible, right? I know you've talked about this before. Yeah, oh, no, I think that being constantly aware that there was a very like specific series of events that led to the opportunity that I have that we're all very lucky and all haven't had to happen like in a certain way. Um, that makes the grind like irrelevant. Um, you know, is it, is it hard to get up for that fifth ring, you know, rings of power video in a week? Yeah. You know, it's, but it's also like, Hey, this is my job. And, um, you know, you can just put a smile on for, you know, 10 minutes and 30 seconds and then, you know, and be thankful that so many people want to hear what you have to say about something. So, yeah, it doesn't really grind me down at all. You know, it's it's um, 
it's it's really a blessing. So the second you start looking at it like it's a job or that you know it's uh, extra work, then I think you lose a lot of that uh, that um, uh, humbleness and that that like perspective that there's a there's a million people that would trade you know <clears throat> what they do for what I do in a heartbeat. And so if I stop appreciating it, then um, you know then it might go away. Now, with that, Rings of Power, let's just, let's just all be honest. What do we think about Rings of Power? It's awful. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the short version is they had too much material to pick from, and they didn't really have a solid syllabus for what they wanted to present. And so they just suck. Like, there's just the dialogue sucks. The, the pacing sucks. The uh, characters suck. Galadriel sucks. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, every most all characters suck. Um, they're unlikable. And above all, you don't care about any of them. So it's like, oh no, something bad's gonna happen. I'm like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> oh, they're gonna kill this character. Okay. Like, I they, they they act like I'm supposed to. They haven't put in the work to make me care about the characters. And so when their life is in danger, I couldn't care less. Mm -hmm. So it's like when they try to do all this work building up tension, you know, oh man, he's got to go on this dangerous trip. I'm like, eh. you know, like, <laughs> it, it, you know, so it's, um, they really blew it. I knew they'd blow it. And, um, and, uh, there's no salvaging it. Now, if they come out and say, you know, first of all, there's not 25 million people that watch this show. I just no I can tell you that no, right no. <laughs> now, everybody would be talking about it when I would, when I go to the pub, when I go to the grocery store, if 25 million people, it would be like Game of Thrones at its height. Mm -hmm. When you went into work on Monday after Game of Thrones, everyone was talking about it. Nobody's talking about Rings of Power. And, um, or if they are, not in a good way. Sucks. Yeah, not in a good way. <laughs> but like, they're not, they're not hyped about it. There's no way in hell they're selling Prime subscriptions for this show. Um, and uh, it's been... You know, it's been exactly what I expected it to be. So I can't even pretend like I'm that disappointed. I've I've foresaw this. I knew it would suck. And it's been it's been the 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 like gold, the biggest gold plated turd on TV in history. Yeah, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read an excerpt from Andrew's text he sent me earlier. Oh. <laughs> he said this. Um absolute shite dialogue must have been written yeah. before the $15 minimum wage over there could get better writers. Yeah. The yeah. dialogue is one of the most jarring parts of it. Um, the, you know, I don't understand it. Like, um, oftentimes they say things that they're also showing you, which doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. Like, yeah. Like there's that scene where like, Oh, I've, I've come here to tell you that Gladriel's arrived. He's like, why didn't you tell me that she's arrived? It's like, bitch, I'm here telling you she's arrived. So I'm like, why does this scene even exist? And then what the, f what is that dialogue? What do you mean? Why would My you be My favorite mad? one, uh, okay, technically a spoiler alert. There's a, uh, <laughs> not that it matters. So in the most recent episode, I forget the, see, the character doesn't even matter, so I forget his name, but the black elf he he's talking oh, yeah. about they ask him where he's from on. yeah they ask him where he's from right he says where and the one guy just says oh i know that place i went by the river and that's all the dialogue instead yeah. of the world building that is 
known by Tolkien. Like, you would have talked about the people at least or something. Like, oh, I remember those people. Oh, I heard of that Maybe place. Given, anyway. Yeah, something. Like, Yeah, the reaction, anything. The reaction <laughs> erased the need for the question. Like, you yeah. ask that question because you want to uh, to open up another piece of dialogue or another piece of information. Right. But they're like, oh, okay, cool. So anyway. Like... Also, <laughs> the fact that it's episode four and somebody is asking the only black elf where he's from I for know. the first time. That is should have been the ridiculous. very first question. Yeah. They should, like, when they were talking about, like, going back home, that should have been the very first thing explained why he's the only black elf. <laughs> and, the th and the thing is, like, here's, here's how this conversation went in the writer's room. Are we going to address the fact there's a black elf? No. We're not going to do that. It's everywhere, though. It's even Numenor. It's the Hobbits. It's... But, like, but that's in, but I'm, I mean, like, yeah. that's, that's like, because they're like, no, we don't want to call it out. But, like, right. if they had done that, if they had reacted the way that the people of Middle Earth would have reacted, it would have seemed very normal. Like, hi, a black elf. That's exotic. <laughs> like, that's what, like, the dwarves would say to them. Like that's then and the black know. dwarves too. The fact that you randomly have fifty fifty and oh, no one so. ever in Durance folk has ever been black apparently. So <laughs> well, I think it's we're gonna have to see what happens between the second and the third age because suddenly they're yeah. all gone. They're, but yeah, the... but it's like here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing too. Like Middle Earth has regions where it would make sense for there to be black characters. Yeah. All Amazon had to do is write in dialogue about people fleeing Harad or something, some region, and it would have made perfect sense. It's, it's and, or it would have at least played, or it would have at least like, you know, it would have at least addressed it yeah. in a way that did that isn't uh, uh, immersion breaking. Because now you're like, hey, is anybody else seeing this? <laughs> why is every, why is everyone different? <laughs> nobody's there's black elves. Like the entire Middle Earth is just like, oh, this is normal. When like you know they wouldn't be, you know, and yeah, they just, and that's they're... how you know. That's how you know they did it as just checking boxes. Of course, yeah, and trying to appeal to everybody while appealing to nobody. That like that's really all they're trying to do. So they could have, yeah, they could have very easily just addressed it, and then even played into it, mm -hmm. um, in a way that obviously wasn't racist. But you could have even had them experience racism. Like, which yeah. would have maybe happened. And, and, like, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But they're so, like, progressive that they're like, well, he's black. He's Everyone's just created him as, like, he's equal. But it's it's not how it would have happened. Right. Um, and the, the, part that was, the part that was most immersion-breaking in that, too, was the, like, odd interaction with the one elf and the uh, his love interest when he yeah. found out she's from the one village over. Like, yeah. she's discriminated against because she was one village over and that right. village is history. she still looks like everyone. Yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. She doesn't so look it's like, any different. You're telling me that that, when there's people clearly from a far off land in your village now and you distrust her the most. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're just like refusing to address what would actually feel natural. Yeah. In the story. You could have had him overcome it. You could have had him like, you know, have some weird tension, like um, mistrust kind of thing. To actually flesh out the character but no he's just there and nobody's gonna address the elephant in the room and he's just as powerful as everyone else and don't and don't you question it you know and it's 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 weird it's just one of the it's a it's a perfect microcosm of the writer's room mm -hmm. so i have a question to 
bust in here with um, how much of the Lord of the Rings have you have you read the books in the past? I'm, I'm assuming you've at least had some dabbling with it. Uh yeah, the the trilogy, yeah. Okay, but nothing else. No, I'm not like not, a token head. Not the Hobbit. No, I don't think Andrew's no, oh, even Hobbit read the I trilogy. Read the Hobbit when I was young. No, the I've Hobbit read the trilogy. I've read oh, all did, the okay. main books, man. Okay, okay. Will didn't understand the text message. I was asking him okay, about okay. other books. All I've right. read I've read a couple of the uh, ones outside. I'm just trying to. Basically, I'm one of those people right now who sees how awful this TV series is and wants to like get a nice collector's edition of yeah. all of the a paper. Lot of pe- <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are buying the books, which is good. Um, yeah. The book sales are, are 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 rocketing right now, which is great. Um, people actually see to- what Token wrote, you know, and how it was supposed to look. People are probably watching. Like I tell people, like just watch the extended version of the trilogy. Mm-hmm. That's 15 hours. Almost. It's great. Yeah. And it's great. And you can just watch that instead of watching whatever the hell this is. And then <laughs> right. maybe and maybe see like, you know, <clears throat> there have been some shows. Obviously, as an, as an example I use, which is hard for people to wrap their heads around, but like Trailer Park Boys is a show that <laughs> the first season was not very good. And unless you were like a hardcore fan, it was weird and not great. They had black and white file, whatever. And then, like, by the time season two came around, three, four, five, six, seven, it was, like, awesome. So, like, now I look back at season one kind of like, oh, I'll watch season one again and, like, watch it fondly because I love the show now. Well, I love the show for the middle seasons. Now it's an abomination. But the <laughs> well, I mean, it's, like, 10, 11 seasons. It's too long. Yeah, it's, it's about so a little too long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm supposed to believe the same guys are doing the same thing in the same trailer park 15 years later. Like, no. Um, <laughs> and then like, there's South Park where the kids have been there for I don't know how many seasons for whatever right? reason but, yeah, but South Park is played out too like yeah. are, you, are you honestly as excited now about a new South Park episode as you were 10 years ago no like, they're like oh we have the pandemic special I'm like don't care. <laughs> I don't, really don't care like that's what I want to watch I get pandemic from morning noon till night on the news and then that's what I want to watch on South Park too so like it's never really uh you know, shows run too long. Simpsons run too long. All these shows run too long. But anyway, I guess what I'm saying is I have seen other shows that survived a first bad season. So, you know, it, it's it's happened. I'm sure there are other more popular shows that the first seasons weren't, weren't great and then they ended up really awesome. So maybe, but uh, unless you flush the writer's room, why would you expect right. the same anything to change if you have the same people working on it? Well, perfect example. <clears throat> Uh, Game of Thrones definitely pivoted with their new prequel yes. series. Hardcore. They're doing much better than they did the last few seasons right before they ended it. But in fairness to that, to the, you have to give them a fair shake on this, right? The, Martin hasn't finished the books, so... It's He's also alive of, and consulting on it, yeah. which is kind of a thing. And, like, <clears throat> the thing... I, I'm not a Thrones guy because they, 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 they like, betrayed their fandom so badly in those last two seasons that I was like, well, they wanted to get away to do star Wars, the two producers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They, they bailed Which, on the thank show. Thank God that got canceled. I know that would have been a, yeah. but like, <laughs> but like serve them. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm really like, um, I, I don't want this to sound like I'm very picky with what I allow myself to get like emotionally invested to with like TV shows and stuff. Cause like every time I like a show, it gets canceled. Like, um, I was just talking about earlier on Friday night tights with, um, that show on Netflix, um, it's like a murder mystery. They're following like the earliest criminal profilers, 
Um, and then like you could tell they were building up the BTK. Everybody loved the show. Netflix canceled it. Um, mm-hmm. Archive eighty one, a new show came on. It was a mystery thing about like this. Anyway, awesome. Can't left on big cliffhanger season one. Canceled it for season two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like when Game of Thrones did me like that after I had like ten years of my life into that show and they just completely mailed it in. I was like, so anyway, I, I say all that <laughs> to say like when when House of the Dragon came on, I was like, I don't care because you guys burned me so bad. But I'm getting interested. Because people I trust keep saying it's good. And I'm like, yeah, but man, don't you remember? It's don't good. you remember? Like I'm... they burnt they wasted our time for three years and did nothing. And they were more worried about having Aaron Rodgers coast like as a stand like all this crap. And um But they got rid forget. of those producers. I know they did. You've, yeah, I know you're those producers were too high on their own supply, thinking that they were doing great things when it was just taking Martin's work. And then when they lacked Martin's work, they fell apart. All, they fell apart, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. you can right. tell with the new producers that they actually love Game of Thrones. <laughs> like they actually love the universe. So yeah, doing I'm gonna it give right. it a chance. I mean I'm gonna watch yeah. it like maybe after the first well, season's out. I'll put it um, this way: They at least explain the diversity uh, in this do. one. So. Yeah, they do, and there's and there's boobs in it. So like those are true. <laughs> like I thought, like Game of Thrones got a little excessive. Like I got sick of seeing the same ones all the time. But like, um, <laughs> but like it was always yeah. like, okay, well, there's some spice going on here. But the yeah, the people seem. I think IMDb it's close to a nine on user reviews, which is like yeah. very high. It's good. Um, I would say it's good. Yeah, and like, um, yeah, and considering all the salty boys like me, like I'm not so mad. I'm gonna go give it a rating, even though I haven't watched it. But like, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Like, it's on my watch list, you know. So, with that being said, um, I had a different question. Then, so you were saying like you were very picky about how you spend your time. So you mm. being surrounded by like the internet culture at almost all times of the day. I mean, I see you all the time online and doing different things. You post quite a bit. You're very interactive with your social media. What do you spend your free time doing? I don't really have any. I mean, to be honest, you know, like Monday through Friday, I work when I'm not working. I'm farming titles news for tomorrow. Um, when I have free time, I take care of my house and take care of my pets, you know, um mow the lawn like yeah boomer stuff and then um you know recreationally i don't know i still do the same things normal people do i go to the movies i go to ren fair i go to whatever but like during the week i'm basically on that grind you know from sunday night until until saturday night sundays i keep for me which is usually like a mental reset day where i'll do a bunch of chore in the morning get the stuff done around the house mow the lawn do all that kind of stuff um, and then I'll watch football, I'll watch a Packer game and then like order dinner and then do it all over again on, on Monday. So it's, yeah, it's not very glamorous. Um, but, uh, it's cool. Like I do the same, you know, I watch live streams. I, you know, I do whatever. Totally understand that. I've got with my four kids and like house activities going on. Like I, other than like what I do actually on YouTube, most of my free time is spent like prepping for things like this. Yeah, yeah. Totally get it. Andrew, on the other hand, I think he's got a little more free time than I do. A little bit. <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah. You chose here's another question, kids. though. With I did choose much... to have kids. That's true. Mm-hmm. 
with how much news you uh, do read about just pop culture and everything, do you think we're going in a better direction in pop culture slash video games, or do you think there's still more pain before they start getting the message? Well, I think that, uh, yeah, I don't think that anything's actually changed. I think that it will because, you know, I think that there's more markets. Look, I just, um, I started looking at like, for example, I shared a video of like, of this movie that um, an Indian woman I know, a, a woman from India I know, she lives here in the United States now, and she's like, keeps trying to get me to watch Bollywood movies, for example. She sends me this one and it's like, it looks like Indian MCU. It looks um, just amazing in every conceivable way. I click on the trailer, it's got like 20 million views. It's got like a 99% upvote rate. And like, I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this. I'll watch some subtitles. <laughs> or like there's um South Korean um, horror right. and like South Korean films are. So I think that like more better content is becoming more available. Um, I think that there have been, um, there have been big shifts that we haven't yet seen the results of. In particular, something that nobody's talking about is that Marvel's like done in China. I mean, has anyone mm -hmm. noticed? Oh yeah, they're basically. There, done. Has there been an article about it? They no. haven't had one of their last five movies go out, go out in China. That's not Disney's choice. Mm -hmm. So. What's going to happen is when they can't just get the free three hundred million from China, which is what they would get on every Marvel movie, three four hundred million dollars, it's has to change. When you have like Thor breaking even, like you can't, right. they can't keep putting these three hundred million dollar budget films. Yeah, that thing. Just like click on the preview and like you don't have to play the video, but just like skip around in it and just look at some of the shots. It's like a it's like an Indian um, uh, MCU film, but the budget is ridiculous. Yes, there's dancing. Okay, that happens. <laughs> but it's Bollywood. It's still Bollywood. <laughs> yeah, it's still Bollywood. But like, there's even that um, that movie Critical Drinker Ooh. talked. To. Let me look at these. Gra look at that. Okay, that I looks mean, awesome. Yeah. Like, what is Marvel's not doing that? And Marvel's got these huge budgets, and like. They have the acting uh, already looks better. Oh man, check that yeah. one out. I'm like, that's what I mean. Like the CGI is better. That the everything's better, and I bear I guarantee you they don't talk about white privilege, you know, or whatever <laughs> the hell is going on. So like, um, there's more options for f cinema, and I think that uh, he or that um, there are changes that have been made. We just haven't yet seen it because usually, like they, I mean, they've they filmed like the next three years of movies. Oh, yeah. You know, they're still remove they're still releasing movies that they were going to release during the lockdowns. So right. there's a, a tailing effect that hasn't really kicked in yet. People are unsubscribing from Netflix. People are unsubscribe like the streaming wars are coming. Mm -hmm. Like they they are, and 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 that's going to change a lot because so, people are unsubscribing from Amazon because of Rings of Power, and I'm like, hold on. How are you going to get your, uh, you know, prime delivery without Amazon? Yeah, I don't yeah. know how many people. I think that might be something that people say they do, but yeah, like, yeah, it is. It is like I don't know for if it's an age thing, but for me, it's like you don't have Prime. But then, like, I talk <laughs> to people, and like, lots of people don't have Prime. Right. Um, prime has become a little less valuable because some people it's I know more expensive it. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Back people are saying they get up, the free shipping anyways. 
a lot of times you get free shipping anyway, but then also what the lockdowns taught a lot of people too is that, um, oh, I can just wait two days for this. I don't need it next right. day. Yeah. I can just get it on fr Friday instead of Tuesday. It's not that big a deal. And because um, Prime, I don't know what it is, it's 100 bucks a year or something like that. I think it's like, like 125. They upped it to yeah. like 125. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking 12 bucks a month. So like, or 10, 12 bucks a month. That's not nothing now that it's like, it's incrementally, it's not much. But when you're talking about inflation and you're talking about people figuring out, okay, you know, we got to pay the mortgage this month. We're $100 in the red. What can we do? Well, maybe I could wait two extra days for a package. Mm -hmm. Have you opened Netflix in eight months? No. Okay, we can get rid of that. Have you opened Hulu? No. What do you do? I just watch YouTube videos on my phone. Okay. Like, this this stuff is going to collapse. And I'm not saying, like, Disney Plus is going anywhere. <clears throat> but, like... Too much money behind that one. No. Disney yeah. Plus will be fine. Netflix yeah, will, be will be fine. Flat. There's too much money. <laughs> but, like, what will happen is Netflix is going to stop putting out as many passion woke garbage projects mm -hmm. and they're gonna have to focus on putting out good stuff because why do you think that netflix is going back to the and this is a thing that I, I didn't do a video on but like why do you think netflix is going back to the uh release instead of the binge model because mm -hmm. people are just waiting for the show to come out and subscribing for a month and then canceling because they they why would you why would you pay for mm -hmm. 12 months out of the year if all you want to watch is stranger things and they can and you can dump the whole thing in one month right so like they're going back they're going back to the weekly release and i'm sure that's you know that's not because you know for the last five years the binge model it's binge worthy is it binge worthy you gotta what you're binging this weekend that's dead now because people are like oh i gotta binge pay my bills like i don't <laughs> i don't need i can watch this <clears throat> Hollywood, whatever, when I get time and I don't have to see it the same minute everyone else does. So I think that as the economy gets tighter and it will, programming will get better because it will have to. Because, like, mm -hmm. if you think about it right now, the average American has like four streaming services. Mm -hmm. How many of those, like, if you think about your own streaming services, when's the last time you open, you know, like, I mean, if I have, if I had to say, when was the last time I opened Paramount Plus? I couldn't tell you, but I sure know I pay nine ninety nine a month for it. So it's like, <laughs> did you watch you know, the whole Halo series? <laughs> I did not. Oh, I, I quit like, after episode four. I couldn't do it. Yeah, well, they have Yellowstone and um, Yellowstone's the reason to have it. Yeah, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean, though. Like, it's maybe yeah, not the yeah. perfect example. But everybody's got at least one streaming service that they haven't opened in over a month. Mm -hmm. And it's like these that are going to they're going to have to start fighting for that top spot. Mm -hmm. And um, there's going to be some some contraction. The the the, the world of like freaking Peacock, Paramount, Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, Chiller, uh, Voodoo and uh, Flickster. And like, what, do you thought people were just going to have 10 freaking subscription programs every month? Like that's, that's why we thought. got rid of cable. I mean, that that's exactly experience. why we got rid of cable. Because now, every people, what do you think you're spending on streaming a month? The average they person are. spending between eighty and one hundred twenty dollars. The streaming services, though, are trying to make themselves indispensable and finally kill off cable by taking on sports. Yeah. So yeah, Apple's, Apple's jumping in. Apple, live action. Apple just yeah. went big into it. I know Amazon's trying to get the football. I mean, they did right. It was it was Thursday night football. They now. did. Yeah. So it's like 
they're they're just gonna kill Cable first before I think. The problem is if a couple leagues just pick a different streaming service because each of them can get a lot more money from a single streaming service, right? Yeah, but then, listen, but 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 you're thinking about it too too logically. Why would the enough. NFL? Why would the NFL choose a streaming service, Andrew? Why wouldn't they just charge for NFL streaming? That's and fair. and have the American people pay another twelve dollars a month for the <laughs> NFL streaming? I mean, that's what right. they'll do. They're not gonna. Why would they? You know, they'll take the money from Amazon right now on Thursday nights, but eventually they're gonna just because MLB already has their all these MLB has like whatever their monthly thing, which is through MLB. Oh yeah. Football mm-hmm. will have the same thing. You want football twenty four seven football football football. You want to pay twelve dollars sixteen dollars a month. You football head, you can pay us a month. You know, and that'll be what it is. And you can play. Yeah, for, you can pay for their app. They can get bidding wars between other streaming services. So ideally, I, I mean, ideally, yes. But when you talk about streaming service too, and you're talking about NFL and now you're talking about, they also have to have commercials, yeah. which is not something most people accept on streaming services. Right. But, but you're right. NFL has already established that it has commercials It had, I didn't watch it on Amazon. I, um, I don't know if it had commercials. I assume it did. Um, it's just live TV. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't yeah. watch the Amazon stream. Maybe they did it different. You know, like um, I think the NBC stream does a pretty good job of, like they run the ads like in the lower corner. They don't cut away from the game as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so they obviously try to like work with it. But like live sports is the only thing that's keeping cable around. And right. and oh, in, yeah. in my state, we have a law that says all the Packer games have to be on local TV. So like, like the over the air. So if you have like an yeah. antenna, yeah, yeah. Even I yeah. just built a house. I put an antenna in it because like there's a law in my state that says that every Packer game has to be on local TV mm-hmm. because like people who are uh, who can't afford it, they get screwed out of watching the Packer game. Forget that. Like that's not fair. Plus, so a lot of taxes went into that stadium, right? Right. All of my mm-hmm. stadiums it did. So like you should be able to watch your your sports. So I'm not saying you're wrong with the because I'm sure. That is easier for the NFL to just sell the rights and not have to deal with it. But the bigger piece of the pie is for the NFL to build the NFL app, all your games. Because look at DirecTV charges a hundred and what the, fifty the ticket or whatever it is. Sunday ticket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why would the NFL just want that? Like, raise the price. Right, right. We're the only game in town. Want to watch it or don't? Pay the money. So I mean, I think um, it, it's. Uh, but again everyone has there's going to be a breaking point and it's going to be people only have so much money and like think about all the like you like you both like you said earlier the reason most of us went to like i remember because i'm old enough but like i remember getting i was like oh man i got hulu and netflix for like 18 bucks a month i was yep. paying 140 dollars a month for cable right fast forward like now my hulu bill is like 80 something dollars a month my Netflix Is that goes, like the live TV version? Yes, I have yeah, a live okay. TV, but it's still like it's $85, $90 a month. So it's no cheaper than cable. And that's just Hulu. So then I have Netflix, Disney Plus. So I'm spending almost $200 a month. I'm spending more than I ever spent on, mm-hmm. on cable. Now, it's easier for me to justify because, oh, well, I've got to have it so I can commentate on stuff. But the average American doesn't. <laughs> it's a business you know, expense. Right. Well, it is for me. But yeah. like the, the average American doesn't, it's not right off for them. Uh, right. So like, you know, the, the, there's there has to be there's too much content. 
There's too the, the the difference between what we have is content now instead of cinema or mm -hmm. like series. Uh, like Game of Thrones was a series. Everything else on HBO has been content. Like yeah. you have to have shows. We have to have shows. We have to have original programming. Nobody stopped to say like, is it any good? So anyway, holy crap, this is a super long answer, but I think <laughs> I think we're gonna get away from the content because they have to. <clears throat> we have too much quantity. Right. You just really have to have a good like foundation of series on your channel in order to like build an audience, right? So if you have yeah. goodwill from building, mm -hmm. say, the new prequel like Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, I think HBO probably does have the best series hbo on max has the best value right now yeah i mean yeah, think HBO about, max think about the old series that they have done all now. the movies they have too they have more that, movies yeah. than people think but i mean yeah. okay band of brothers that's hbo i just want to yeah. point that out which but that's also not a new program but it is no but exclusively i'm saying like, on the hbo can, app if you don't mind going through their old content their old series there's a lot of value in hbo oh dude well yeah because right when you go to hbo max like Think about HBO has been a pay add-on for 20 years. Yeah. So, like, all that stuff, depending on if it's in the catalog, like um, Six Feet Under, that was an HBO show, I believe. Very good show about a funeral home. Michael C. Hall's in it. Did Dead Guy Plays mm -hmm. Dexter. Like, there, there's lots of, like, Carnival, I think, was on HBO. Maybe. I don't know. That was Showtime. No, Carnival. But I don't know which one that's on. It was only on for two seasons that got canceled. Um, <laughs> Deadwood, was that HBO? Boardwalk uh... Empire. Boardwalk Empire was. HBO. I don't know if it was. was. I don't know if it was or not. Um, yeah, Boardwalk Empire. I'm. I've been meaning to like rewatch that. Oh, it's so because good. Because it's, it's that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, HBO has a, an amazing back catalog. Like Peacock. Why do you have to give it? Because they took fuck freaking. Uh, sorry. They took <laughs> uh, Network. the sports. No, the Office. No, the Office. If yeah, you that's the only the office, reason you have Peacock. to have Peacock. No, yeah. Peacock also has sports on it too. Yeah, but I, I only care about the Office. I'm what just you, saying they have sports. If they have like, sports on their app, on their monthly subscription. They're supposed. It's supposed to be where they were migrating their sports app to. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if it's sports. Oh, Deadwood um, was HBO. Yeah. Okay. Sopranos okay. was originally HBO. Sopranos. Too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But there's a lot of these networks that are hanging on by a thread. Whether it's Paramount Plus, like Paramount Plus, they have like these, uh, you know, or uh, Peacock. These ones that have like one or two programs mm -hmm. that people on, like they have to, they're going to get absorbed or they have to like, the problem with like Paramount is like they have a lot of old movies too. Like Maverick, Top Gun Maverick was Paramount Plus, right? Mm -hmm. And like, um, so there's a lot of movies that those, those bastards have like put behind that paywall <laughs> right? that are no longer, these are all, by the way, these are all movies you used to be able to stream for the most part on Netflix. Or yeah. Like all of them I... used to. So people forget that. Like you used yeah. to have all this stuff for twenty dollars a month, right? Now Didn't there it's used like, to be a lot of HBO on Netflix back in the day. I don't know. I don't remember. I know AMC was almost entirely on. Like you had like the AMC Walking Dead was, was on, on there. there. I think yeah. Netflix on there. did have HBO because that's where I started watching Rome. Actually, it was on. I think it was actually on there. Well, it was like back all when they had the, the channels. Back when you got the discs. Them. Yeah, I, I, I think they had HBO back then because I. I'm that old. Like they used to send you DVDs. You guys remember those? Yep. But like Netflix used to send the discs, and that that would be like 
you used to get Hollywood movies on Netflix. People forget, mm-hmm. like, Netflix now has nothing. Right. It's all whatever movie. the original content is. Yeah, they they blinders no and like The Witcher. Those are good shows. I like Cobra Kai. Cobra they Kai, some, yeah, and they bought they that off solid, YouTube. YouTube let that go. Yeah. They have some was, solid content, but it's like, you know, they have a lot of content, garbage, though. too. Yeah, they have, but I mean, for like... Every, for every good I show Netflix has, Fran Drescher. they ha- Oh, yeah, that's such a good one. Yeah. Malcolm in the Middle was pretty solid, too. Yeah, Frankie, if you ever want a funny story, listen to how Frankie Muniz was, like, so smart with his money from that show. Like, he never did anything after that mm-hmm. show. He had smart people around him that told him. He had uh, to, Agent like, Cody Banks. Yeah. Oh, okay. He never did anything. <laughs> but then um, he had, like, he bought, like, parking garages and stuff like that in L.A., things that, like, some 16-year-old never would, should have done. He should have been pissing it all away. And now he's, like, set for life off that one show. Um, So he had he must have had family or friends, like, that really looked out for him. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's... These streaming networks, when my thing is when I sit down for, to stream something, I'm like, oh, I want to watch a movie. What, what movie's on? And then, like, Netflix doesn't have any movies that I want to watch. They have, like, their original movies, but they're almost always garbage. Like, you watch them and you're like, eh. Like, there was this one with, uh, I think it was Chris Hemsworth, where he's, like, doing these drug testing trials. Oh, yes, um, I've watched it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay, like, but it, the endings are always... The ending shallow. Sucked. They never stick. They never stick, yeah. stick the landing. But that movie was like you watch. You're like, yeah, that was a movie. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to tell <laughs> well, your yeah, friends that's, about that's it. Exactly. That's exactly what Netflix ones are based. Except the Gray Man was kind of good. The Gray Man got really good ratings. I think I saw um Clove Hitch Killer too. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, but like, right. But most of the time, it's like that was a movie. It, most of them, it's empty at the end. You're like, what was the point of what I just watched? Kind of, you're feeling it here. It's like, there's a conclusion, but I don't feel like it's a real conclusion. Yeah. Um, I would also, someone also mentioned Stars in the chat. That that has a lot of good TV series. Um, oh, yeah. Stars, Stars, Stars. did, actually. They had yeah. um, the they Spartacus. Had the... You had Black Sails, which is probably the best pirate TV show that has been made. Didn't they have the Arthur show, too? Yeah, uh, um, uh, Knights of the Round Table type show. I thought they did. Not <laughs> Back they in the had day. one that was. And they had Merlin. I thought. I didn't think Mer- Merlin wasn't stars. I don't think that was BBC. BBC has some good shows. Mm. Uh, I use um, a VPN is handy for BBC for people out there. Oh yeah. There's something. 100%. There's iPlayer or whatever. There's some movies, hidden movies that are like on there that are yeah. that are pretty good. Um, that you don't get if you don't live there, but so you can but... live there. You talking about some private internet access there, Jeremy? I mean, whatever VPN you, it's your show, man. You know, whatever <laughs> VPN you guys want to use. As long as you're not in China or Russia, it's legal. So. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> well, China hey, or Russia, they, they pro- dude. When 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 like when Marvel was like, screw you, we're not gonna show our movies there to like virtue signal about the the war. Russia just showed bootleg versions of their movies in their movie theaters. <laughs> And charge people to see them, so like that backfired. Uh, like it was like at least they were getting a few rubles out of it before, yeah. but now or it's McDonald's, like all McDonald's, too. Well, they replaced <laughs> Starbucks with Stars now, and it, it's all the same branding. It's all the same stuff they just stole from Starbucks. Oh, and it's just like it's hilarious. I love to the one. Uh, was it BP or Shell? One of them just 
abandoned oh, their sure. oil exploration there. Oh, it's yes, like, yes, right, yeah. You idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why, why would you do that? So you could you send just, a tweet? Uh, yeah. yeah, just gave up this all tweet your costs a lot capital of money. investment. Yeah. <laughs> so here, let's, uh, let's rein this one in just a little bit here. Have you noticed how much DVDs and Blu-rays have disappeared from shelves since streaming has started? Like, you can't even buy half the series you want to buy without having a streaming service. So you can't, you don't have access to it half the time. They're not printing them. Right. You know what what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they just stopped. And there was a really interesting interview that people should watch with, I think it was Mark Wahlberg or it was, or it was um, the other guy. um, Not Mark Wahlberg. Cena, um, I thought. No, no. um, Who are you talking Who? Or wait, no, the one who was talking about how much they would make out of uh, movie yes, theaters. Yes, DVD sales. It? No, the, the um, it was um, uh, the guy, uh, not Ben Affleck, but Matt Damon. Yeah, he oh, talked okay. about how much yes, Hollywood yes. used to make from DVD sales, and that it was actually massive. Like I people that. would, people that paid to see the movie in the theater were also paying twenty dollars by the DVD the day it came out. And I worked at Walmart, and uh, when new DVDs came out, and it was absolutely true. People who had just paid twenty dollars to see the movie in the theater three months before before that were paying twenty dollars again to buy it on disc mm-hmm. to collect it. They might right. watch it again, or they or they just put it right in the collection. And he talks about that and how all these programs, all these um, great movies and scripts, are not getting funded anymore because they can't risk it. Because if they don't make it all back at the box office, they're they're fricked. And they thought and they thought they would get us. To buy their stupid ultraviolet copies so that we could own digital copies and no everyone was like too wise for that like no i'm not paying to own a digital copy sorry they, well, they um... you know it is funny there's actually like a, a secondhand market for those uv codes and you can get any dvd that you would have want to buy wanted to buy for like pennies on the dollar like that exists oh sure i, I buy that yeah well, because people who buy the discs get the don't UV need the, code. they don't want the ultraviolet, yeah. so they yeah. just sell it for like pennies on the dollar. Like, there's a market for that. You're not legally supposed to, based on the contract in the DVD case. Yeah, but I mean, right. come on, like, really? Yeah. You think people are not going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's really hurt the cult, the cult movies, like the ones that are just like a cult fan base, where it's like, I'm thinking uh, Chronicles of Riddick, for example, one that's not like the most well known, but it's a very has a very devout following for that. Uh, oh, those yeah, ones get... would have done real. have probably been punished the most because it was hard to get there, but then everyone who watched it did probably buy the uh, DVD. Well, having your DVD, you know, like your DVD collection said a lot about you. There was mm-hmm. a time where people come over and be like, what movie do you want to watch? I got, I got, uh, random this one, <laughs> and I got, you know, and like, oh, I got the collectors that I got the tin f- version of this right. one. I got the, the steel book version of this one. And it was like, oh yeah, they got me to pay thirty dollars for a disc, you know, that, <laughs> so I could get the steel book version. That was a big deal for Marvel movies. They would have like several different versions on the DVD shelf. They'd have like the regular one, then the steel book with the extra bonus feature, which again cost them nothing to to produce, and they would get people to pay. Next- I mean, I paid for that. You know, I would always buy yeah. the special editions. Five bucks more for it says special edition on it. Mm-hmm. See, if Even, I really love a show or a movie, I'll still go buy the physical version if I can find it. Sometimes there's like, though, you'll find like a region locked version. Like for some reason, they printed Peaky Blinders in Europe, but not in America because Netflix basically paid yeah. to not have those printed on discs in North well, America. It's it was, wasn't it paired with the BBC? It was, yeah. Yes. But you can yeah. you can buy like a region B version, I think, but then it won't play on your DVD player. 
Another one that I can't find, um, I forget what studio made it, but Borgia, Faith and Fury, or Never Faith and it. Fury, I forget which one. It's Is a it good the one, one. not the, Showtime, the not Showtime. Not the Showtime one, okay. Yeah, the Showtime one sucks. The other one is so much better, and um, you can't. I like. I could not find a non-European disc for the third season, so it's like, and no streaming service in America has it, so it's kind of. And you aren't allowed. And you aren't allowed to download it. <laughs> I actually no. A friend and I actually tried that. We couldn't. We couldn't get a copy of that either. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Jeremy, so. I do see some uh, games on that shelf behind you, or at least things that look like games. What uh, NES games? What games do you play? I play Final Fantasy Online. Fourteen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, that's pretty much whenever I have free time, which is rare. That's what I play. Um, on my desktop, I have Elden Ring. I haven't opened it. I have Cyberpunk. I pre-ordered. I still haven't played it. Um, it's fixed by play- now. I bet. Yeah, well, now it might be what I paid for. Yeah. Um, then, like, uh, Warzone, I would play with my brother in law um, just because, you know, everyone's a normie. So we all play a little Warzone here and there or something or a sports game. I would um, if the download wasn't so massive. Yeah, yeah, it is big and it takes up, if you're on a console, it takes up a lot of room. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, and I play Magic MTG Arena too. Um, but yeah, of course, obviously Raid Shadow Legends and, uh, you know, <laughs> Macarena and Bloodlines and everyone else who's ever advertised with me. World of Tanks. Do you do that one? I I've never remember. done World of Tanks. Yeah. Okay. I think I did one ad for them once and they were like, yeah, put us in spicy videos. We're totally cool with it. And I put them in a video about like something kind of spicy. We got plenty of views. And then they were like, yeah, we're not going to work with you anymore. <laughs> I'm like, you told they paid me out for the full contract though. Speaking of, of advertising, I have to say the first time I heard that there was a razor called Jeremy's Razor before I saw the commercial, I thought it was yours. I was like, oh, Jeremy's branching out into and I realized, yeah. oh no, that's Daily Wire. Yeah, I was thinking about it for a long time too. They beat me to the punch and now I, I was like deflated after they launched it. I was like, oh, there's no point. Well, yeah, you know, Jeremy's Razor. How- what would you call it? I yours? wouldn't have call, I would not have called it that. Um, fair, fair. I think that that it's it's not you know, that's a Jeremy's razors is okay. I mean, it's like <laughs> because Harry's razors and right. like you know, Dollar Shave. But I think the world is pretty wise to the like these subscription services are like lower quality in general and like they're not and you end up with stacks of stuff that you don't need and like um, I think that naming it stuff like, like liberal tears razors or something stupid <laughs> like that would have been way worse. So at least they went with that and I wish them all the best. If they want to pay me a pile of money. I'm happy to advertise for them. Fair enough. Uh, moving, moving on from that one. Though. So you said magic, the gathering, do you still collect trading cards at this point? I know you just posted an unsleeved media video. I did see that cause I am subscribed. So for some reason, even though I don't play magic, the gathering, yeah, anymore. I do. Yeah, of course. So yeah, there's some things that just take offline, you know. What um, what motivates you to ever post on Unsleeve Media then? Um, you know, I had a lot of fans there, a hundred and something thousand. So like, yeah, you know, I think uh, it's it's every once in a while, it's just to you know, to let them know I'm thinking about them and 
nostalgia yeah, still, or yeah usually i'll get in my feelings a little bit about magic and i'll miss it and i'll post a video there occasionally but uh you know no plans to really come back although i'm gonna unbox this <laughs> probably tomorrow but um nice. the yeah you know i played the game since 1994 so it's hard not to you know hard not to want to go back to it <clears throat> do you have any other um any other like hobbies of yours that you would say they kind of betrayed your original vision of the game and you still kind of dabble in it from time to time or no so for me it's halo okay yeah i mean oh like a franchise i mean madden obviously yeah is, yeah well, you yeah. know something that like has been abusive for many years that you know <laughs> i still I, I at least i stopped giving them their 80 dollars every year um yeah but like yeah i mean halo is one of those uh, this halo infinite was pretty bad um i'm pretty it's bad getting betrayal. better but it's still not it's still not how long there. do they expect you to wait like that's well, if they're gonna if you wait for destiny numbers it's like five years <laughs> yeah i know but all that's embarrassing you know what i mean yeah, like it is everyone yeah. wants everyone wants to pretend like they're um uh what's the one the world exploration one that actually did no man's oh, sky. no man's sky. Oh, everyone's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah we'll just do a no man's sky like bro i'm not waiting five years for this game to be good like, it's had like six re-releases <laughs> yeah it's ridiculous but like i mean they brought it back and all credit to them but like i'm not accepting this as the as the new norm for video games mm -hmm. like you give it to me all up front and i enjoy your game or i don't buy it like i'm just not you know like world of warcraft actually would be a good example a game that you know i secretly still love you know even though the company is garbage and the community is rough i still like have it installed on my computer and I think about going back, but then I'm like, oh, I don't have time for two MMOs. I don't even have time for one, you know? So it's fine. Has there been any game series that you really enjoyed that are technically canceled at this point or no longer in business? Um, I mean, there's been a lot of trading card games over the years that were fun for a while that just kind of fizzled out. They still exist in some form, but <laughs> not as popular. Um, like, um, Dragon Ball TCG was pretty cool. I had Super a set I mean, of those. I forgot about yeah, that. Really nice card stock, really well printed. I didn't care about Dragon Ball. I just liked card games. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that was good. I mean, there were a lot of, you know, Battletech games and stuff back in the day. Um, Rage, a, a game that was printed for two, two years in like 95, 96. Holographic was printed by Upper Deck. We were werewolves or human form. It was a really cool card game. Um, but like... For the most part, um, you know, you cancel yourself out of stuff. Like Magic, the community is so garbage now mm. that, like, what really killed Magic the Gathering was the internet. It killed competitive Magic play because metas got solved in a night instead of a month. Mm. It killed, you know, collecting and trading because you could get anything you wanted. There was no local scarcity anymore. Like, there was a time where you wanted, oh, you wanted a fork or you wanted a force of nature. Well, there was one card shop that had one. It was 30 minutes away. You had to go get it. Now it's like, oh, I'll just open up a website and buy whatever I want. Um, it's it's be it's become like toilet paper, and and then like mm -hmm. people start making money commentating on it, and you get a bunch of toxic pieces of garbage. You know, SJWs in the game, and like you just kind of leave it. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> not much, not much. I miss. You know, I I I, I tell people this all the time. 
if you like something, play it. Like, don't, don't, don't like. <laughs> life is short. Don't deprive yourself of like enjoying a game just because Blizzard's a crap company and you just really mm -hmm. love WoW. You shouldn't feel bad playing it. Just play your game that you like. You can fight the culture war on something else. If you like World of Warcraft, play it. If you if you if you're like, I don't want to give Blizzard money. I mean, fine. Okay, you want to just go around all day talking about how these companies suck and be unhappy. That's fine. But like, I'm not gonna dump on someone for who wants to go see a Marvel movie or who wants to go like see a Disney take their kids to a Disney movie. Like, it's okay to enjoy mm -hmm. some things. Andrew, yeah. now's your time for your uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, question. I was just gonna say, touching on something you just said, Jeremy. It's uh. I forgot for a second, like, a card game, like, Magic or anything, just the ability to release cards in only certain regions so that they would take a long time to propagate everywhere mm -hmm. was a super impactful thing. Like, that actually made it where you had 100%. to take time to collect, and you had to, you could only collect whatever came through your area, so it made it more yep. like it was a large world of creatures and everything. And like you oh, said, yeah. the internet completely eliminated that concept. Because just think of like uh, Pokemon or something too. Like you can only catch them if they're in a certain region. Conceptually, right. they could make that feel that way in the game. Like, well, they did that with Pokemon right. Go, actually, Andrew. Yeah, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's one of those things where yeah, you don't really think about it, but the internet completely killed that mechanism of a mm -hmm. of a being discovered and they're propagating through the world. There used um, to be a time when you would you would only have ever seen certain cards. Like mm -hmm. it was a big deal to see uh, a Mox Ruby or something like that. Like right. this dude has this one card in the city, and maybe he'll be at the card shop today, and you can ask him to see it. Like now, it's like, well, I'll just pull up a video and watch some guy freaking open it on YouTube. Like it's not a big right. deal. But back then, it, there was a lot more mystery and and like um, yeah, you wouldn't know what you would actually experience at a tournament even because. You wouldn't, it you wouldn't was know what the decks, what the meta get. decks were, yeah. any of that stuff. You had to show up with your best deck, and whatever happened, happened. Now, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I already know the top three decks, so I'm going to play this. It's all formulaic. It's not right. fun. The internet wrecked it. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I didn't even think about that. It's it's if you I don't know if you've ever watched the Yu-Gi-Oh! TV show, but I watched it heavily yeah. back when I was younger. Mm -hmm. The first, the very first episode had that exact feeling to it, because, like, yeah. the... There's there's this one card that was only four of them ever printed in the in the show the blue eyes white dragon, and so like Yugi walks into Kaiba this rich dude's house and he pulls out three of them and he's like what yeah <laughs> like that's yeah. exactly the kind of feeling you would yeah, get I imagine completely killed that concept from the actual card games so yeah. then printing too many of them <laughs> that too but yeah. with the internet they could just they realize that <laughs> people are gonna sell them anyway right yeah so um, here's a good good. Uh, sidestep here, Andrew. You said something a long time ago, probably a week or two ago, that you should be able to separate the art from the artist to enjoy something. Yeah. Jeremy's saying the same thing. Like the Harry Potter thing, there's so much so much negativity surrounding this Harry Potter release right now. And not from any actual fans. Not from fans of the series. <laughs> it's mostly people who no. just don't like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. There, there are people who know Harry Potter, but there are people who don't aren't Harry Potter fans. Yeah. Right. People who are ideologues political commentators po political you know pundits online that have something to say i'm telling you H hogwarts uh that legacy gonna it's gonna be huge yeah. huge oh, yeah. and the game's gonna be yeah. awesome and like i'm gonna play it 
and it's going to mm-hmm. not be about owning tr- owning the the libtards. It's going to be like, oh, this is a cool Harry Potter open world game. Like, please be good. And like, I think it's the game everyone's always wanted. Right. And yeah. people, I mean, it, it could have came out ten years ago, but even bigger. But like, yeah. the the, I mean, all the all the noise around it is irrelevant. Look at all the noise around The Last of Us. That game still sold twenty million copies. Mm-hmm. Like our Last of Us too. Like all this internet commentators are talking about how like oh it's a travesty yeah it still sold 15 million copies so like people that liked the last of us still like i tell this to people all the time like i worked at walmart and new games came out on thursdays i think and uh tuesdays or thursdays i think it was thursdays and it was like i sold a lot of games to people that never spent any time on no stupid internet forums Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they came in the day the game came out. They never heard any of the guff. They never heard of any of the online backlash. They didn't give a shit. They're just like, "Oh, what new games are out? I want to buy it." And like, that's ninety percent of people that buy video games. We think in the commentary community that the ten percent that we are, where we talk about them, that we mm-hmm. represent ninety, but that's not true. It is a lot smaller of a circle. Like anytime I go out and. Okay, I was very surprised. I was at work the other day and I was like, you like Halo, right? I'm like, yeah. So what about that Halo series? And I was like, oh, this, this is what we're going to talk about? Like, I'm not going to talk about Halo 3 or, you know, any of the other good You're going to talk about the series that I really just can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> so like, well, people want to talk about things that are sucky. Like, no one's talking about House of the Dragon because it's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a it's, it's, isn't it a Outrage coincidence that there's popular. no... Yeah. The House of the Dragons is very diverse and very strong independent women who don't need no man, but... For whatever reason, there's no sexist, racist trolls leaving reviews for it. I wonder why that is. It's like, it's yeah. a shield that is used for garbage. It's like, we're the same people uh, watching both shows. It's just, the, See, when that's another politicized. Thing. That's another thing I really hate right now. It's like, Amazon is literally just calling people racist because they re- leave a bad review. And it, it's like... Okay, stop. When did the rate that card get turned into a you can't criticize a TV show? <laughs> it's like well, it's yeah. just the shield now for shitty products. And yeah, they when they know a product's going to be mid, they yeah. they know that they're like, oh, we'll just say it's racist, racist people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an irrelevant <laughs> argument when the writing is so terrible you can't watch it. Like right, at, but at like normies know they, they yeah. watch it and they're like, this is dumb, and they tune out. Like. You know how many people they called homophobic because of Batgirl? Well, you know what wasn't mm-hmm. homophobic? The numbers. Back when that, because <laughs> that show was on TV, you, I could watch the numbers go down every single week. It lost 50% of its viewership in the first, like, four weeks. Like, that's not homophobia because literally the only thing you advertise with, she's gay. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, whoever watched it, who tuned in, knew she was gay. So then they were like, oh, well, if we lost half of our viewers in, like, five episodes. Oh. Homophobes? <laughs> like, yeah. no, player, that doesn't work. Deflecting so, like, with an insult that has nothing to do with the show is is not well. I mean, it could have to do with the show, but it just the bad writing is all nine times out of ten the problem. Well, pe- right. yeah, and people are waking up to that. Like, just people like, know, like, you can't just keep calling everything racist. Okay, like, are there racist people who don't like who think like I don't like any darkies in my elves? Yeah, there's three of them. Okay. Yeah. There's three. All right. And they're dumb and stupid and racism mm-hmm. is bad. Okay. But the other, you can't just use those three idiots to wipe out a hundred thousand valid complaints. I, mean, well, I can count on one that, hand. 
I can count on one hand the amount of like racist people I've met in my life in real life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've met them, but like I have, yeah, they exist. It's I've usually they're yeah, it's usually not well like there's I remember there was some guy at the local pub who I was friends with or friendly with and like thought we were closer than we really were. Mm. And he was like talking about basketball players and he dropped the N word. And I was like, dude, that's just not cool. Like we can't hang out if like you talk like that. I never heard him say it again, but I'm like, I know he would say it like, right. If like, right. I didn't like get in his face about it, obviously like, but I was like, bro, not, no, no. It's like, no, I, no, we're, you, I'm not okay with that. And like, so I'm, you know, I never pretend like it doesn't exist, but like, I don't know if he thought he was trying to be cool or whatever. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm not playing that. And um, are there people that say like stupid shit? Yeah. But that shield does not extend to everyone else. And I'm, I'm getting tired of it. You, you know, can't say that 90% of the people that are watching that don't like it are the R word. Like, that doesn't work. For yeah. Them. No, you, you know what else is really annoying at this, right? Every time someone in a show, like, complains about the social media hate they get, because 90% of those I'm willing to bet my life on are bots. Of course trolls. it is. All, trolls, all, yeah. well, no, they're just troll farm bots. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, the vast the majority of the comments that they're getting, the hate and harassment, are not real people. Like, how many times do those actors and actresses go down the street and get harassed by people? Never. If they, it's never. Never. Happened. Exactly. Yeah. Never happened in their entire lives. So why do they all of a sudden believe that probably? What happens CC, to Jussie Smollett now? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're probably even owned by the ccp or something trying to cause strife i don't know but you know who that's more likely him? than huh you know who i know who th i think owns them them disney disney yeah, yeah. amazon yeah controlling yeah, the narrative probably. kind of a deal think about yeah, it i go they... to you andrew andrew bezos hey what if i told you that I could generate you 10 million dollars in free advertising right now for like i don't know five thousand bucks oh yeah would you be interested in that sure do you want i mean like yeah right yeah. okay sure no, no advertisements bad advertisement yeah so i get a couple of bot i mean that's just good business yeah like true, true. you get a couple bot, bot farms to call an actor the n-word and like now you get endless press yeah because that's what it is and then all critics are considered racist at that point yeah. so well, it's toxic to even criticize your show for any reason Here's an IRL example of of people trying to do exactly what you're saying and actually having it backfire. Wasn't it like when the game Doom first came out or Wolfenstein, like a bunch of moms protested it outside a mall, yes. and then everybody was like, "We want this." Wolfenstein. That's yeah. Okay. I was gonna say it had to be one of those mm -hmm. two. Like, yeah. Immediately, that press, regardless of how true it was, resulted in more people wanting the game. But there was sure. a satanic panic back in, in back in when I was young for D and D. And like Magic mm -hmm. the Gathering, they were like devil worshiping games and stuff like that. And Paul did was make it bigger. It was like early versions of the Streisand effect. But like now, I am a hundred percent convinced, and like I will not be convinced otherwise that these because it happens with such predictability yeah. and such regularity that it must be formulaic. Mm -hmm. Like you can't tell me that every freaking black actor that's ever been cast is getting called the N word. Like I don't believe you. Like, I don't right. believe that these are coming from real people who are like, and like, it doesn't matter. Disney's like, 
we stand like the freaking star wars account is like yeah. shouting down like we stand against our racist fans like easy okay. player look at, call, look, at the, look at the china look at the artwork for china look at the artwork for china does oh, yeah. yeah tell me tell me you, yeah. you guys actually do like tell but, me yeah but it's it's like this though right oh, it's, it's so like it's like disney and all yeah, these they don't companies. care about yeah they don't care about it they, they made john boyega about this big on the poster right. i couldn't believe it i thought it was like yeah. a lie but i looked it up i was like yeah. oh my gosh this is real yeah. but it's like you everyone has forgotten about... the 90s and early 2000s where movies just had diversity in it and didn't make a big deal weird. about it and yeah. no one cared like yeah. it was just normal I, there's like a matt damon one where he's a lawyer i forget what what it's called but the judge is black the prison guards are black. No one bats an eye. No one says anything because Fresh there's... Prince was the biggest show on TV. Yeah, that too. Yeah, like, I love that show. The <laughs> Rush Hour movies were huge. Yeah, Chris Tucker were Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan. Massive. Yeah, neither of them white. Did, by did the they way, get Did they on. get a bunch of racist hate? No, everyone loves them. Like, right? Isn't that weird? Yeah, right? isn't that weird? We just randomly became more racist all of a sudden. Only on bad projects, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah all... racism doesn't exist when a show is universally liked. Right. It's right. only that's what's like so infuriating and so mm -hmm. rage inducing for me. It's like, bruh, like <laughs> we have House of the Dragon and Rings of Rings yeah. of Power going this on is right a perfect now. Perfect study. Yeah. The same perfect. people are watching both shows and suddenly and the both shows are stunningly diverse mm -hmm. and women first, strong independent women on both shows who don't need no man. But for whatever reason, only it's only experiencing all sorts of sex, sexism and racism on mm -hmm. on um on House of the Dragon. I'm sorry, on Rings of Power. The yeah. show that's getting panned. You know, the show <laughs> that isn't good. They must regret releasing it at the same time. Because they it probably makes thought it they were gonna worse. really pound their chest though. They're probably like, yeah. yeah, this is gonna be they should have waited or dropped it early. Yeah. I thought it was a, a sweet uh Chad move that the day Rings of Power came out too, House of Dragon released episode one for free on YouTube. <laughs> that, that was, was a great mark. I mean, they know yeah. theirs is good. Right, right. They're not worried about it. I will say this about HBO. Like, I think they cut, like, they've had a lot of shows that they cut off early. Like, I thought The Leftovers was really good, disappeared early. They, they do have a weird thing. Like, but, like, generally what they put out is pretty good. Yeah. Like, the, it may not be your cup of tea, like, it may not be to your taste. <laughs> But it's not like it's an objectively bad show. HBO doesn't really do that that often. Have they cut them early as much now? I know like Rome was cut <sighs> they early. They killed off the Watchmen really fast, didn't they? That... Yeah, but there was a lot of issues with people that. People didn't wasn't like there? that one. I thought. Like the yeah, audience people wasn't, didn't. It wasn't huge. Like it was. No, it, was it wasn't was huge, but it wasn't audience. tiny. It was like ten million. It, it was wasn't a big. I think it was lower than what they expected. It was what was it was it called the Watchmen? It was the Watchmen. Yeah. I know it's Regina King. I like um, the Watchmen movie. I was not well, so yeah. big of a fan of the Watchmen show. They only did one season, right? They canceled that. I think one you're season. right about that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like they bailed, you know. But you could tell the production uh, and, and stuff was there. Like they were trying to produce. It was also a very show. on the nose of yeah social issues, yeah. which can work when it's not like beating you over the head. Yeah, like, exactly. Most people know. Wasn't that one beat exists. you over the head? I think that one was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's that, why people just weren't excited for it because they're like, I don't want to get lectured for an hour once yes, a week. That's when what did it escapism was. It was become very, a problem? Because I feel like you can't escape anything these days. Well, 
sure you can, but I mean, they don't want they, they you know, the mainstream media content, you know, machine doesn't want you to because they want to keep you afraid and divided and controlled. But like the, the show, yeah, the Watchmen, uh, Jeremy Irons was in it. It was like mm -hmm. a woke fest. It was yeah. very cringe woke. And like, it was one of those, like, you know, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, uh, 56% audience score, you know, that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. I don't care what they can discount that all they want. When that happens, shows don't last. They can right. spin it however they want, but when the when the fans give it a 50%, it doesn't it doesn't get renewed. So like they could pretend all day like we don't have power, but we have all the power. When we don't like a show, it doesn't continue. And I'll tell you, mm -hmm. Rings of Power is not guaranteed to go 5 seasons. Yeah, if they, no. I mean, if they'll they walk take away it, if they have to. They will walk away after after the second at, season at if it's this just rate, dead at this rate they have to start over for the second season like completely over saying, new story yeah. new story all like they can't well, that's what game of thrones did to pivot this. off of their horrible finale well they had to right they prequel though but they like prequel which is fine yeah let me say they did pivot though like they had to well no yeah. but like the other story was done i guess they're going i understand back what you're now. saying <laughs> I'm saying they chose <laughs> yeah. they chose to do something entirely that is. I don't think it's ever by... been. Has it ever been done in 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 stride though? I don't think I can ever think of a show just saying like season two is just. Well, I suppose I could say like, oh, season one was a standalone tale, and season two will be a standalone tale, and try right. to like do it that pivot way. I think it. they could pivot it that way okay. and say like. Yeah, we we explore the characters in season one. Now in season two, we're really gonna dial it in and then figure out that you know what people want? Action. Please, please, can we get some action? We're four hours into the show and I've just not even seen Balrog. Like Right. I, I know people say it's not fair to compare, but I don't care. I do. No, it's if, it's fair. It's fair. But, but like if for with, four with how much money? What I'm just saying, like when I compare it to the trilogy, we'd be halfway through two towers right now. Think about all the amazing things we've seen in four hours of the original mm -hmm. trilogy versus four hours of this. I'm like, well, it's just a TV series, so it's got slower. Okay, bro, but when? <laughs> mm -hmm. We're four episodes in, and I'm I, honestly, they're getting worse. <laughs> Except I for the dwarves. Like, the dwarves are the fine. The dwarves are like the only thing, and then they and they won't put more than two of them on the screen at a time. Right. But like, the I don't understand like. I was like, oh man, Whew, that was a rough start, but they gotta they're gonna get going for episode three. Didn't okay, well they gotta get going now. It's episode four. Did it. In fact, episode four was worse than episode three, objectively, in almost every way. Yeah. And like and then have Galadriel take on five uh Numenorean soldiers <laughs> all by herself. And like, pew, 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 pew. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> like it was so bad. Was she like, makes everyone incompetent. It's her superpower. Yeah, yeah. Like, like imagine, I mean, I imagine the... if in Harry Potter, the first one where the troll rolls into the bathroom, if Hermione just rolled in and just lopped that thing off, like just, just that just would be a lot of writing, though. <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be. I mean, imagine in the the okay. So here's a of a, a, a franchise for franchise example. Remember the troll interaction from the original trilogy when they had mm -hmm. it took the entire yep. team and it still almost killed Frodo. Yep. And Galadriel's just like. Eh, nah, fam, I'm gonna I got kill you. it by myself. I'm gonna, <laughs> when you have I'm a gonna bunch flawless of victory. Elves. Yeah, 
<laughs> I'm just gonna dive in here. I'm gonna sword walk and flawless victory this troll all by myself. Like you built up that troll, and then it was just like, oh, it's no big deal. Like at least, in, I mean, it's just such simple table stakes like that that they blew right. in the first 30 minutes of the show. That it's like maybe it should have taken her to the brink, and she should have gotten like uh, just a ricochet shot to save herself. Like there's no character that development. Been more compelling. What they did. No, no, there's she's no just the best. Are you sexist, Chris? No. She's the best. She's the strongest ever to have ever existed. She's smarter than you. She's uh, more beautiful. She's more powerful, and uh, in every conceivable way. And if Are you, you talking about my it, wife? That's the I only mean, person I would describe that way. I would never talk about another man's wife. But I mean, the the I mean, like that's the thing, and it's like that's they really started from that position of like, well, we're just yeah. gonna make people accept it, and it's like, dang, Daniel, like. You get that you made this chick your star, and we hate her. Everyone hates her. <laughs> I freaking you can't come back too. from that. No, you can't. It's impossible. Like, how do you how do you redeem the character everybody hates without like some serious? You gotta kill her. But you, you don't call it her. Captain Marvel two. You call it the Marvels, and you put five other actors with her. That's what they have to do. Yeah, they have the, to get um, her on the back seat and try to like reintroduce her you can't kill her off because captain she marvel is yeah. such an awful the, awful awful movie i just i can't watch it yeah but i'm just saying like people didn't like the captain marvel character that's why they called it the marvels in the yeah. sequel they didn't call it captain marvel because they they're like well we can't admit that that people don't like this character so like we can't admit they could have literally released a two-hour film of like somebody unrolling a roll of toilet paper between Infinity War and Endgame, <laughs> and and like acted like it was required viewing, and it would have made a billion dollars, okay. because ev that was at the height of Marvel fever, and Captain Marvel was like required viewing. You had to know because we the next movie Infinity was going to be the War. yeah next movie is yeah. Infinity or uh, Infinity oh, War. No, it's on, yeah. so it's yeah. like you had to see it. Everyone had to see it. Now I bet you in a in a. In the, in the wilderness, like in a vacuum, Captain Marvel makes 500 million, 600 million at the theater. And like, which is not nothing, but like, that's a loser for Disney. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting. You know, the Marvels will probably make five to 700 million. I, I, I bet, you know, like, there's no way it makes a billion. That's insanity. No, I'll never be. do that. She Hulk, that's too much betrayal too, at this point. Apparently, She Hulk is dead. Yeah. I mean, like, I was showing some tweets earlier tonight. Like, the, the when they don't like generate controversy, whether it's like through the twerking, or like, you know, her hooking up or whatever, nobody cares about that show. Nobody talks about that show. Nobody likes that character. Yeah. Um, I shouldn't say that. People do like She Hulk, but like, again, Disney Plus can have a whole cast of these, a whole run of these shows, like Miss Marvel. Um, uh, uh, She-Hulk that don't have to be that they, they don't have but I mean like they don't have to be like um, Loki tie-in right they, oh, yeah. Yeah. they don't have no I mean like they don't have to be a two million viewer episode per episode show they don't have to be WandaVision they can just have these shows that are mid that are tier B yeah but like if that's what Disney Plus is supposed to be for but what they're gonna do is they're gonna cram them onto the big screen and they're gonna be disaster mm. and um that's what I. That's what that would be the worst thing for She-Hulk, like or right. Miss Marvel or whatever. You know, I, uh, well, low key, all of the Hulk movies have been pretty good. Eh. Like the, the Norton the, Hulk, the old school Hulk movies, old ones. Okay, yeah. Like they the original good. Hulk, Lou Ferrigno. 
No, no, no. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, not the original. Hulk. <laughs> what was it like, Hulk 2000 or whatever? It was just like a rage machine about, of action. You're talking about Edward Norton? I believe That's so. Yeah. 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 Before Mark Ruffalo took over. Before yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Was, Although I don't, yeah. I don't hate Mark Ruffalo's rendition. It's pretty. He's decent. fine. I don't like the stupid, like Mark, like half Hulk, where he still looks like Mark Ruffalo. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Um. You know that he just negotiated that in so that he could have his likeness. Like he Be wanted Mark Ruffalo screen time because it's stupid. Like, because there's no difference now between Hulk and and David Banner. Mm-hmm. It's just Hulk all the time, right? Like he doesn't. This, this is the one I'm talking about, though. Yeah. 2003, I think. Yeah, 2003. There were some great games that got made out of this movie. Yeah, who's in it? Who's the Hulk in that? Um, I'm trying to remember. Right, yeah, it was uh, wait, Eric Vanadinovich? Huh. Jennifer right Conley's in there, right? Yeah, this is the one I remember because this came out. I mean, I have I, to look at some screenshots of that. I I'll, to, I'll age myself here. That came I'm out sure when I was I saw 11. It in the theater. Yeah, I, I remember 11. this one. I'm sure I saw it in the movie theater. You know it was pretty I mean? good. Like, I mean, it, it definitely kept my attention because I remember it, right? If it didn't keep my attention, I don't remember it. So but, this is where he was experimented on as a kid. And yeah, it showed like the, the university whole backstory and everything. It was good. He gets yeah. hit by the uh, radiation and then triggers everything. Okay, so this is, was this even a Marvel production? No. I don't think it was. Yeah. And then it, it shows Marvel in it. With it his does father, show Or was his father in oh. this one? Yeah, I believe his father was the, was the scientist working at the... Was it like some kind of um? But was he in the was he in the first one? I can't remember if his father's the villain in the first one. Yeah, no, his I think his dad's in it. I just don't know if he's the villain because this is David Banner's genetics researcher. Da da da. da. But I do remember this one being pretty good. Because didn't they come out with a second one? They did. There was a Hulk two, I believe, and a third actually. Yep. I don't remember if there was a third. There was okay. There was. There was. Yeah. This is a weird trilogy in the time when like. Godzilla 2000 came out. Yeah, this yeah. is like that era um, when the it was uh, he was the Incredible Hulk. Uh, Edward Norton was, and that was until 2000. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that was when they rebooted it. But there was right. like a whole tri- a whole trilogy before this. Okay, yeah, the Incredible Hulk also was pretty good. I remember that one. I mean, Ty Burrell's in it. Um, you have Liv Tyler in it. Um, obviously Lou Ferrigno's in it too. It's a shout yeah. out because he's the voice of Hulk, which right. I thought was really cool. Um, and like, uh, shout out to Lou Ferrigno when he moved in, he did like one season of King of Queens as his neighbor and he, played, oh, yeah. he, he played Lou Ferrigno <laughs> in the, in the show. It was pretty cool. I think he, wasn't he also in, um, was it, uh, yes, not yes, man. That was, that was a different one. I'm thinking of, um, the one where the guy's looking for his best man. I can't think of what the heck that movie's called. Oh, uh, yes, you're right. Um, what was that called? I like that movie. That's the hard part. I can't remember what the heck it's called. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what movie this is. <laughs> shoot. No, oh, my goodness. Con Man. It was... Um, I Love You, Man. That's the one. I Love okay. You, Man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. I love that movie. It was one of my favorite movies. You got to pick up your... Was he the pick up your dog's poop guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. getting ready to beat up Jason Segal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. I love that movie. It's so stupid, but so good. 
I mean, that was just a different era. I mean, that was like, mm-hmm. dude, there was a time where American Pie was the biggest movie in the theaters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was big. Can't Hardly Wait, American Pie. These were the big movies. And like, they're terrible. And like, <laughs> can you imagine if they made an American Pie movie in 2022? A whole movie about a bunch of white guys trying to get laid. Are you crazy? There's no way. That Are you legitimately all crazy? The yeah, they're time. all. T- yeah, they're literally <laughs> raping them. Yeah, like seriously, they're like plying them with alcohol in the movies. Yeah, like yeah. they're like point. scheming about how to get. There's no way. Okay, what was the last great comedy though that was actually funny? Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Okay, that's, that's that is funny, times, but right? no, I've seen oh, it. It's uh, good. I just yeah, yeah, There's a. You've it's never John seen Candy. Uncle Buck. It's funny as shit. It's great. Oh, it's okay, a good okay. family friendly too. But it's really. old, I think it's so I don't think friendly. that's the last good one that was like offensive per today's standards. Oh, like that? Like okay, like you that couldn't style. make it today. You couldn't make it today. I'm. I've heard the Hangover is what I've heard, but yeah, that was pretty I, good. But there's I, like the original, a lot of the original parts. Hangover. You couldn't. You yeah. couldn't make that now. Like yeah. it would be. Yeah, it's too toxic. Yeah, you might be right. The Hangover is a big hit too. I wonder. What did that do in the box office? They were big. That they introduced me to big. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, five hundred yeah. million. Yeah. In in by the way, the first one did four hundred seventy million, uh, in two thousand nine. So like, oh, that's, that's pretty a good, good point. Tropic, Tropic Thunder, <laughs> yeah, you could not. Tropic Thunder one. would be one. <laughs> super bad. Yeah, super bad. Super bad. Um, also, that whole era of like gross out stuff. Like they're not yeah. making some t- bloody girl on her period stains her his jeans that was like, so gross they're not but they're not doing knocked there's no up. freaking way knocked up would up be another that be. whole era would be dead yeah like seth basically Rogen's everything career. that made seth rogan <laughs> zach and miri zach and miri was as as i hate seth rogan like zach and miri is a great movie no mm-hmm. chance they film that now right. yeah which that's is a such a shame. Now, if if that's what needs a streaming service, just dedicated right. purely to just, like yeah. offensive comedy shows. Yeah, no, just, <laughs> well, it doesn't even have to be degenerate. Just comedy shows that like no one else get... wants to. Well, let's just be honest. Some degeneracy is funny. Like that's just yeah, why it those is movies funny. are funny. I mean, screw There's... ups. Can we just say screw ups because a lot of them are just screw ups. It's not necessarily yeah. degenerate, right? Knocking up this that's one fair. chick it doesn't make you a degenerate. Like, yeah well they have like your um, screw up <laughs> they had a golden era of these films and that was like the yeah. 80s for like porkies like we wouldn't um, have like jonah Avengers hill today yeah jonah, jonah hill's hill. you know what like he's pr- actually oh, like what about oh god wolf of wall street that's not a comedy though it i mean i guess depending on how you look at it you can make it it's today because it has leonardo yeah. dicaprio in it let's be that's honest true. no one even turns the women him down yeah, the women in that movie are still kind of boss bees too. True. Like yeah. they're not the also, women are really degraded. You wouldn't be able to make it today just because you wouldn't have that corrupt Malaysian guy. You wouldn't have him, yeah, right. Oh, the hangover or which No, which for no, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street was basically yeah. paid for by Malaysia's sovereign wealth fund. Oh, um, yeah. I that. I totally yeah, agree so, with that. Uh, you couldn't make it today because no one would just throw a hundred mil at Leonardo. You to couldn't make this fund movie. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That's actually true. Yeah, The Hangover is probably the last. That's two thousand nine. That wasn't that long ago. But that was probably the last. Or Hangover two. I mean, I guess there's you know a third that one. What about the? I know uh, the third one bombed. Rush the, Hour it was movies. Pretty decent. I didn't mind the third one. 
but it makes everyone on the same. Go ahead. Rush hours were clean though. They were. The last one was about where he was talking about the one chick who had her head shaved. He yeah, had a lot okay. of jokes about her being a man. That would be considered offensive today. Nowadays, yeah, and that was ninety-eight rush hour and rush no, hour. That was, was rush hour. Th- rush hour three is the one with the shaved, head, the French oh, one. Yeah. Uh, I forget what year that came out. That was like it only what, made two hundred fifty million at the box office. Rush hour three, two thousand seven, that came out in. Oh, this okay. movie would the, never get made. Nope. Larry nope. the Cable Guy. I mean, those were, that was an era of just the worst, like waiting, <laughs> like uh, that. Era, um, waiting would never get made nowadays. Would um. um Ace Ventura be made? I don't know, because like I think that it wouldn't be as big. Right. Was it it wasn't offensive, was it? Oh, dude, of course it was. Yeah, it was. He has the he colonialism. Pukes because of the trans girl. He like uh hooks up with the uh, uh, yeah. That would no way. And no then way there's also the um the one where he's with the native uh African tribe and he he uh basically colonizes. Yes, that's true. He does that. <laughs> The um, I forgot about the Finkel and Einhorn thing. That would never happen nowadays. I was gonna say he's a lot. That's a lot more offensive to the modern sensitivities than yeah. I would have initially thought. <laughs> yeah, that one would be. You could make that movie if you cut that scene. Um, yeah, Kingpin would be another like. You probably aren't yeah. making Kingpin. You don't think so? Um, ah, uh, maybe not. And maybe I don't it's remember okay. that one being Woody Harrelson's like... pretty, pretty like cancel proof. You can He's still make Shallow of... Hal. <laughs> oh my god! You make that now. Shallow Actually, Hal. you could still make you Shallow couldn't. Hal. No, you couldn't because the second main character is a, uh, 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 he got me too'd. Wasn't it, it was? Horatio Sands? Uh... He was his plastic surgeon buddy. I or is that a different movie? I don't remember. I don't that. know, but you could make this. You could totally make this. It's all about fat uh, positivity. <laughs> Are you thinking of Good oh, Luck Chuck? I am thinking of Good Luck Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. Shallow Hal is. Yeah, you're right. That, yeah. You could make that. Yeah. Because yeah, the, 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 when Tony Robbins is giant head. friend. Immediately in my mind, like, <laughs> oh, Good Luck Chuck, because he marries the woman with three boobs. Yeah. 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 Shallow Hal was a, a, a that was a terrible Jack Black movie. Just like. <laughs> That was when, like, and Gwyneth Paltrow, too. They're both embarrassed about that. Gwyneth Paltrow in a fat suit. It's so bad, it's actually good. Jason Alexander, too, with his creepy goatee. (laughs) Oh, man. What about, um, like, the Will Ferrell movies? Any Will Ferrell movies you think couldn't get made today? So many, man. Almost all of them? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think Wedding Crashers could get made right now? No. No. No way. Deceiving women into sleeping with you? No chance. <laughs> yeah, there's no way you can make that. Blades of Glory could still be made. Blades yeah, of Glory could. <laughs> um, are they making fun they of the... They would have to make them gay. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because it's a little cause effeminate. They make some jokes, like, at the... There's too many, and, yeah, there's too many gay jokes. But Well, there's yeah. the two hot dogs and one bun joke, and that, that still cracks me up. Yeah, you can make... Yeah. The thing is, like, I have gay friends who aren't... Dude, like you can make gay jokes with gay people, you just can't be a bigot. Like, yeah, you, can't just, be, you can, you, it's not a big deal. Oh, it to wouldn't, make be, jokes it wouldn't about even it. be the, it wouldn't even be the gay community upset by Blades of Glory. It right. would be the ally, the allies. <laughs> yeah, the overweight, uh, middle aged women who, uh, think that they're being stunning and brave 
Yeah, like, I just have like one comment on this. If people are comfortable in their own skin, they don't take offense easily. No, I mean like the I mean I I I make like they plus also people know like when it's you, right, between two people that know each other. Exactly. Like and if you like you make crack they're not they know you're not like malicious. It's they, just that's that the word I was not, looking for. Malicious. Yeah, there people nowadays are like they ascribe malice instantly to everything and it's like you know like we don't say the bundle of sticks words anymore but like people forget that that was in like every 90s movie yeah. and every 90s like, song especially Eminem, i remember that dude every, that word yeah. every single oh, yeah. that's why yeah. eminem's such a hard virtue signaler now he did, he knows all his old lyrics will get him canceled <laughs> but like <laughs> dude, i i was re i rewatched um i rewatched uh bill and ted and then there's like a scene where they like roll yeah. down the stairs and they're happy that he's not dead. And he's like, Oh my God, I'm so happy you're dead. And he's just like, oh, bundle of sticks. And I was like, Whoa, they left that in. They didn't like digitally edit that out. I was shocked. But I, I look back at the nineties. I was like, it was in everything. Like it was yeah. not even, and, and by the way, like gay jokes in a disparaging way were very common too. So I'm not oh, saying yeah. they were all okay. Chuck and Larry. I now Chuck pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That, that could probably still get, that you would could be still fine. Make it. You could still yeah. make it. Um, the, oh, what about Adam Sandler's other movies? I think he would be okay. He's pretty, he's pr he's like, pretty, he's his pretty humor is like middle school neat. humor a lot of the time. I don't yeah. think it ages well, but I don't think he'd get canceled for it. You know, like, the, um, also most comedians that you hear talking about it, they're like, everyone wants to be included in their jokes. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. garbage. Yeah. When people try to cancel them, it's like people you're you're not the person who's being offended even if this is offensive so stop complaining yeah like maybe you know the ultimate my opinion on it was always the um, ultimate approval that you're just like anyone else is when you can get made fun of the same as anyone else when you're like off limits that's like that's like being treated like you you can't handle it i don't think that a lot of people would appreciate that well, like, but, look mm -hmm. at look at people who are grieving. The first thing they want is to feel normal. And if you can't like joke around with somebody who's grieving, then they right. don't feel normal. They don't ever feel yeah. like they can get out of that. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting that like the first thing you want is to be able to joke around during the. By the way, process. Adam Sandler has made so many abominations. <laughs> He's also extremely rich. From what is it, uh, Jack and Jill? <laughs> yeah, for a guy for a guy that's got I don't know. Let's call it. 40 movies yeah. he's got like four really good ones yeah like yeah. uncut gems is really good um 50 first dates uh, um and the wedding singer both very good like, yeah the wedding singer is fantastic well, yeah, not the wedding singer holds up um it's funny but is it great no i billy thought madison, the old, billy I thought madison the probably holds up yeah, yeah. mr deeds is just... funny and stupid but yeah, I mean, yeah. like, I'm not saying they're objectively bad, but I'm saying like he's got four good ones. Yeah, that's a you know, like like you can't argue they're good. He's in Hotel them. Transylvania. What is he, the vampire? He's a voice. Yeah, the voice of the vampire. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But like you know, the guy. I mean, and I, one thing I'll say about Sandler, that dude gives his friends work. Like mm -hmm. you think that Rob Schneider. Is still getting cast in literally anything but Adam Sandler movies. He's not. You know, like half of these guys that like they're trying to cancel him, aren't they? Because he's he's a conservative now, yeah. yeah. And he's he's had some like kind of cringe conservative takes, but like he 
the thing with Sandler is like that dude made a lot of his friends rich. And like there's all yeah. sorts of stories about him buying everybody like Maseratis and like the um what's his production company called? Um Happy Happy Madison, I think it's called. Yeah, I like, think it is, yeah. There's right. a lot of pe- his boys, mm-hmm. like Grandma's boy is a as a Happy Madison production. And it's like everybody except Adam Sandler's in it. And it's like that dude takes care of his friends. So I'll forgive like grown ups and like uh, little Nikki and like <laughs> yeah. Hubie's Halloween, which is maybe arguably one of the worst movies ever made. Am I misremembering something about Harold and Kumar? Why couldn't that one be made? Just the weed? He was in Coneheads? Oh yeah, he must have been a kid. It was nineteen ninety three. Wow. Oh no, he was know. uh he was a top three guy, Carmine. Uh <laughs> you don't mess with the Zohan could not be made. Oh, yeah. There's no yeah. way they make that. That's just because they had protested him for being an Israeli yeah. special forces guy. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. just a bizarre movie. Elon Omar would be out there saying how he's a war criminal and stuff. Well, how about Rain, oh, Rain yeah. Over Me? That was actually how I got introduced to Shadow of the Colossus, long story short. I didn't even know that was the game he was playing. Amazing PlayStation game, by the way. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. But Rain Over Me, that's the game he kept playing when his friend was coming over. He, oh, he actually, surprisingly, some of his serious movies are actually really good. Yeah, his serious movies are, go- are good. Like, yeah. his, I mean, it's such a thing with Jim Carrey, too. He's done some good serious roles. Um, but he's also, like, a huge douchebag in real life. Like, I'll never forgive him for, like, doing um, that first, um, what was a graphic novel movie? It was really good. Um, and then he, like, shit on it after after he starred in it. And he wouldn't oh, do the press for it because suddenly he cared about violence, even though like he made you know cartoon violence his whole like career. Yeah, um, really. It was right, a graphic right. novel, um, and they made a second one. It was Kick Ass, I think it was called. And then like the second one, he starred in it, and he like refused to do press because suddenly he cared about that. And I was like, oh, dude, you sold out the whole cast and the movie flopped then. He was was he in Kick-Ass? Oh yeah, yeah, he, he was. He was he was mm-hmm. the one with the German Shepherd or the, the trained oh, dog or whatever. That's right. Yeah, I Yeah. That. And like he yeah, he he Oh, uh, he had the he, mask. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking it was the mask at first when you said he's like some, you know, it, oh, animation the, I mean thing. the the mask was, I mean, because this is a movie of, there are many movies that are a, a, a product of the generation, but like the mask was freaking huge mm-hmm. when it came out. It was a cultural phenomenon, just yes, like Ace Ventura was. Every freaking kid at school was saying, all righty then, forever. <laughs> and then like the mask was even bigger. And like, I still say, all righty. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, let's see. The market, the global box office is like so much different now, but the mask made three hundred fifty million dollars in nineteen ninety four. That be that probably would be over a billion dollars in today's current market. Because like this is before distribution in China, in Russia, mm-hmm. like these these films were not getting distributed all around when the world. When movies were still Americana. And by the way, the budget. <laughs> take a guess at the budget for that movie. No idea. No idea. Eighteen million. And it made 350. And that was a lot of CGI. Yeah. 
overall, would you say that CGI has made movies worse, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, practi- yeah. It made us abandon practical effects. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I will it's stand garbage. by this, that, like, the original Ghostbusters film still stands up 40 yeah. years later because they used so many practical effects. Well, I mean, even, like, look back Jurassic at the... Park. Lord, Jurassic yeah, Park. Jurassic the first Park. one, too. The yeah. Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like, yep. the... 90s and 2000s have some of the best movies that just stand up because like it it just feels like a home movie kind of thing. like the filming style and everything the quality of the cameras make it where it doesn't seem old it seems right for the era in a yeah, weird I, way yeah well it, it ages fine you know <laughs> yeah. like it it cgi does not age well and no, no. this is what i always say about marvel movies Go, if, Go watch the Avatar, dude. Right, and, <laughs> and that so was supposed bad. to be like, and it was like mind me- mind melting at the time. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, all these effects. Nobody's gonna remember Marvel movies. Like this oh. is what I because partly because of the CGI, not entirely, but like the Marvel movies are not gonna age like Ghostbusters did. There's mm-hmm. not gonna be people in twenty years talking about Endgame. There's, I mean, just like convince me I'm wrong. You know, like, there's oh, no there's... no st- standalone Marvel movie that's going to be a classic. Like, Iron Man. The original Iron Man. The original maybe. Iron Man. That's still a good movie. It's that's so good. good. I, but, yeah. like, yeah, for the CGI thing, all someone has to do is go look at that Avatar movie because that scene where the Avatars are out and about and then, like, the chase scene where he's being chased by that one, like, cat creature thing, yeah. it it's so bad it looks it's like, like i'm watching like the yeah. it looks like i'm watching the little claymation thing <laughs> it, like you know that old like like that cartoon and they're releasing like, like oh. doing like seven more of those movies too i know i think a yeah. huge mistake i think that's a huge yeah mistake they're gonna be like with cgi gonna be the thing like this uh lord of the rings this yeah. uh rings of heart it's gonna be just like that really pretty but maybe la- completely lacking of substance yeah yeah the original avatar was a success it made a i was one of the first billion dollar movies i think is that yeah am I wrong? i think you're right think about it, that um it, it was the first one to compete with the titanic made 2.8 billion 2.8 yeah it made more than the titanic in fact it made more yeah. than avengers endgame yeah. and that's but that was unadjusted. the first one to supplant titanic's yes, box office correct. uh all i can say though is while the world is cool and like the creativity with it. The story itself is not unique. <laughs> no, I know it was a cultural phenomenon yeah. because it was like, oh, you got to see Avatar. It's just, the effects are, are crazy. Yeah. So everyone went and saw it, but the movie is not good. And then, yeah. um, you know, and honestly, like I never saw it in the theater, and I also never saw Titanic in the theater either. But I've seen them now, and they're just not very good. Um, yeah. Titanic is another one. That movie is not good. But, like, it was just, like, a, the product of its time. And, like, right. Leonardo DiCaprio and then the, um, the female star, they're both pretty big. Is it Kate Winslet? Um, uh, who the hell is in that? Um, yeah, Kate Winslet. Damn, yeah, good. I still got it. Um, <laughs> like, the movie is not, like, that great. But it just was weird. And everyone went and saw it. Like, you knew how it was going to end. I mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it was just that Leonardo DiCaprio was, like, at the... Actually, he wasn't. He didn't even peak. That there. made him. Yeah, that's true. He's like he has much now. better movies. 
Catch Me Most If You Can, of his in my movies opinion, are good. So much better. Catch Me If You Can <laughs> is one of the best Leonardo DiCaprio movies. He's Literally good in almost all of, like that era. Um, he's just good. Yeah, he's good in almost everything. I mean, I thought he was. Yeah. I mean, very good in The Revenant, which probably isn't well considered one of his best movies. But like, to be fair, he's very I like Blood Diamond. So, Blood, yeah. Shutter Island, very good. Um, Blood Diamond. Um, if you go to his earlier the career, Aviator. The Aviator is very well received. Um, I thought there was some earlier the, movie that I really a liked. Other of his. Ones. Yeah. Oh, is he in Kill Bill? Yes, he I don't was. recall. Um, he was in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, The Aviator was a big hit for him. Um, oh, Gangs of New York. It's probably oh, one of yes, my Gangs favorites. of New York. Yeah, because you have him and Daniel Day-Lewis. And um, he was in Romeo and Juliet. Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, that movie he was, was. That movie was. I did was not even know that. Massive. I bet you if you yeah. look up the, I bet you if you look up the sales of that original soundtrack that uh ost for that movie it's probably That's way like, up there too for that was really that. popular yeah um oh yeah cameron diaz was in that liam neeson was in that brendan gleason who's awesome um that cast for games in new york john c riley was in that movie uh it was mm-hmm. just oh it was so many good people. oh that one yeah i forgot about that one yeah it's very good very good it's like two movies in one um but it's uh Django Unchained, obviously. He was oh, the yeah. Great was... Gatsby, Wolf of Wall Street. He went on a tear for like three years right there. He crushed Inception. It. We all forgot about Inception. Yeah, Inception. Yeah. Look at that three year period from 2010 through 2013. Look at yeah. what he did. That if you is... get Wolf of Wall Street and get Great Gatsby at the same time, that would be kind of a hard yeah, one, I think, because you might mix some things together. He with plays like movies. the same character in both Yeah, he does. <clears throat> actually like, yeah that was actually the perfect combo yeah yeah like he's dressed the same looks the same doesn't have to game partying it weight. up the he's same. rich and partying and both yeah he's the same dude yeah. um, just different eras you know like um yeah i didn't i wasn't impressed with great gatsby but i know that movie did very good um but yeah that was one hell that's actually a hell of a run and now he has to be super picky because he yeah. just really mm-hmm. can't he can't take it like maybe his best acting performance was actually Django. It might, it might be. That was because, a that like, blood wait. scene. That was real blood that he wiped on her face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's. I mean, that's like you know Hollywood lore. Yeah. So, I will say this, Jeremy. We've already taken two hours of your time yep, at this point. I got. Yep, yep. So I do want to ask you one last question, and then we'll we'll conclude. What yeah. advice would you give to say a small channel trying to make it on YouTube in today's day and age? Do you think it's still possible to attain the success that you and other YouTubers have hit? No. <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think um that uh if you're starting out and you're still small then you must embrace alt tech and you must get more creative. The path that I took no longer exists. The path of commentating on things and finding an audience <clears throat> no longer exists. Not in the way that I did. Um, the way that exists nowadays is very different and way more difficult. It's way more difficult to make it now. That doesn't mean people should stop trying. It just means that people need to understand that that uh, they need to work harder than I ever had to. Embrace 
alt tech understand that your best chance to find audiences are in BitChute, Odyssey, and Rumble. Use alt social media. Like you have to try to, you know, you know, embrace all the little loopholes that you get. Shorts, um, TikTok, you know, uh, popular apps that you might not want to associate yourself with. Try to find one thing that works and then just beat it to death. I mean, and, and you know, for me, I don't think that, you know, if I started right now, would I ever be this big? I don't, I don't believe so. Uh, I don't think I would ever break 10,000 subs if I just started a new channel. Um, but the good news is there are more avenues than ever to get your content out there. And you should spend your time in waters that are less congested. So even if the audience on BitChute or Rumble is much smaller than on YouTube, you have a much better chance, you have a much greater chance of actually reaching them um, than you do on YouTube. Uh, I mean, just quite frankly, like it, it's, you don't see new channels like popping anymore. If you search anything in pop culture, do you ever see a new channel? It's the same 10 channels. I'm one of them, but it's like the same people all the time. And, um, <clears throat> you know, if you continue to, you know, I know that for example, you guys, you know, you understand all tech and that is how important it is and how easy it is. Like it takes like two seconds just to hook up your mm -hmm. channel on YouTube. You can still upload to the same auto place. uploading is fun. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, you have to stay on top of where the new people are and put your content there. I'm not saying that you can't make it on YouTube. I'm just saying, I, asking me that is like asking how to win the lottery. You know, like, I don't know. I got very lucky. Um, you know, I also had an existing channel at the time. Like I've always jumped from one channel to another and I've always had kind of like a group of people following me. So it's easy to start out when you have a thousand people to start with. So, you know, I think create content and then you have to spend almost as much time just grinding your content out there than as you do creating it because it's hard out there for a pimp. Like it's hard to get people to see your content unless you're lucky, unless you're like, Oh, I, I've been creating these weird videos where I chew vitamins and suddenly it's this weird thing where vitamin chewing is a popular thing on YouTube. It's like, I don't, you know, like, do I think that there could be a new ASMR channel right now? That'd be popular. No, I think that space is like totally full. And like, that was a phenomenon for a couple of years. And now the space has kind of died off. Commentary is the same thing. Um, so like be open to trying new things. Don't be like such a, like a baby about putting out shorts or about, because the stuff matters. Like you have to, like, if YouTube says it's important, you have to do it. I don't care if you want to or not. Um, and like alt tech is the way, you know, and, and, you know, think about, you know, when you stream using restream. So like, you should be restreaming. You should be streaming this to Twitch. You should be streaming this to Rumble. All the stuff that you're not doing right now, like it. You pay for a restream account. I'm not endorsing restream. If there's other services that do it, for whatever, that's fine. That's just what I use. Um, so like you have to be, you have to cast a much wider net in 2022 than you ever did before. But the good news is, you actually can. Five years ago, there was only YouTube, and now you have BitChute, Odyssey rumble 
and rumble is going to be the real deal you know maybe not for our type of content but like i just saw Santi cracker had like forty thousand people watching him live wow on rumble on rumble wow now he makes politically charged content that just steers towards conservatives which are on rumble right now but <clears throat> it won't always be that way mm -hmm. so yeah rumble's you know, getting pretty big right now it's yeah it is and like i i hope it doesn't i hope it's not like it's cringe conservative echo chamber <laughs> but like you know i'm happy that it's there and competing and that they have vc funding and they have money to give exclusive deals and they have and they've been really nice to me and offered me a lot of you know help there and like i know rumble doesn't want to be politics only they want to compete with youtube um so like there's stuff like that that you know yes oh my god it's true social i hate it yeah create an account and post your content there oh i don't want to create a gab and a and a getter and a okay well that's what i do you know what i mean and i'm already up the ladder and i still have to do it so you know i think you just keep grinding and uh you keep every chance you can every little site that has any kind of viewership facebook even all the stuff that people think isn't worth the time well you pick up two people here you pick up 10 people here you pick up 15 people here and then it all kind of funnels back up that's how you make it now either that or you get astroturfed and you get like you know you're a, a van life girl who suddenly gets 100 million subscribers overnight <laughs> or whatever you know like but that's yeah, like yeah. you know that's not practical what is practical is you can you know put your d in the dirt so to speak get your content out on as many platforms as possible be smart about how you talk in your videos promote your promote a single like you guys have a website which is smart you promote a single point of contact all my website is is my you know my videos but now if you're on BitChute or if you're on odyssey or whatever and i say the quartering.com it's all the same and you can bring people back to a central hub so there's that um and uh be realistic and just you know it's got to be fun if it's not fun then you will burn out and then you might as well just not do it so do what's fun and um you know i don't i try to give practical advice i guess i, I think i did that so say you know cast a wide net is uh if you're gonna catch the the krill you gotta cast a wide net <laughs> gotta have a really thin net to catch krill but you know well, I, I mean i don't know about your thickness or anything but you, know, <laughs> you have four kids so i mean you know something like <laughs> oh man well, Jeremy, we really appreciate you being on here. Um, gave more time than I even expected. I really appreciate that. You're just yeah, a cool you. dude. So, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm gonna go uh, go to bed. So, have a good night. Yep. Good Take night, care. Man. As always, I'm Chris. And I'm Andrew. And I uh, hope you enjoyed us on our awesome channel called The Krillcast. We'll see you all on 